0: From Boca Raton, Florida, this is Behind the Bima. On this
1: episode, the rabbis are joined by Rebele Stefanski, Magid Shir at Merkaz Dafyomi. Rebele shares how he makes Dafyomi exciting and accessible, explains how the Shir grew dramatically over the years, and discusses what motivates him to keep giving his daily Shir. Also, an update from Ukraine with Raphael Kruskal, CEO of Tikva of Odessa. Plus, an in-person follow-up with Rabbi David Bashevkin. And it's BRS Global Week. All this and more. Behind the Bema.
2: Good evening, Wednesday evening. 99 p.m. coming to you live from Boca Raton. I'm Rabbi from Goldberg, joined by my dear friend and colleague, Rabbi Joshua Brody, and we are here to take you
0: behind the Bema.
2: We're going to take you behind the Bema. Very special edition of the Behind the Bima. We're very excited to be with you. We've got two guests tonight. Very serious conversation with an update from Ukraine. Rafal Kruskal, the CEO of, wow. of Odessa, here from him, leading hundreds of orphans and the community of Odessa on the run in Ukraine. We're going to speak to him, where he is, what's happening on the ground. And then we have a phenomenal conversation with Rabbi Eli Stefanski. Eli Stefanski has not just started a DAF, he, he's running a cult, a DAF community cult. It's extraordinary. It's a movement. It's a wave. And Rabbi has got a big announcement regarding that. But first, a big thank you to our sponsor. Tonight's Behind the Bima, a special global edition of Behind the Bima is generously sponsored by our dear friends, Gilly's Goodies. Gilly's Goodies is the best way to spend Mishloch Manos, to give a sweet hug. You have family in Israel. You have a child studying in Israel. You have children, grandchildren learning a kailul in Israel. And you want to give them a hug this Purim. You want them to get a delivery, a knock on the door, something special from you. Gilly's Goodies is the way to go. Since 2001, Gilly's Goodies delivered tens of thousands of gift baskets, for all kinds of occasions, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, brises, births, happy events, anniversaries, so many different things. You know, we go back, Rabbi Brody, very long ancestor, time. Rabbi Brandon Gilly's Goodies, the very first Mishloch Manos campaign they ran to send IDF soldiers gifts on Purim was Boko Synagogue and they've given thousands and thousands of gifts to soldiers since then. So do your part. Send a gift to a soldier. You know what it means to a soldier risking their life on the front lines for the Jewish people, for Israel. Get a Purim gift from a Jew in America or South America, or South Africa, Australia, England, around the world, wherever you're listening to Behind the Bima from, go on Gilly's Goodies. Special referred by code is Bima. B-I-M-A. Bima. Put in B-I-M-A, special code. Rabbi Brody, we you have I to say about Goodies?
0: Let me tell you something. First of all, I think we were the first ones, we were the pioneers when it came to sending these Mishlach Manos to uh, army bases. And since then, there's many different places and organizations that want to do it. But when you're thinking about, it, you say logistically, how do I get all these different mishloch manos to army bases all over the world? People are calling in. You got one address to call. You just right. go to Gilly's Goodies. This guy gets them wherever you need them delivered. You know, instead of you having to pachka around and figure out wh- which supermarket can I have send something over, you just call, call David. Just call
2: Gilly's Goodies. They'll get it right Kili's. over. Yeah, so Come send a way. soldier, send a family member, use the code BIMA, B-I-M-A, special discount referred by code B-I-M-A, BIMA, and a big thank you to our generous sponsors. So Rabbi Brody, a little echo, you sound a little bit like you're in a cave. I'm in a where cave. Where are you coming from, us from right now? Am I allowed to ask? I don't even know where you are right now. <laughs> I mean, not I'm going to ask. It's
0: a lot colder than Florida.
2: <laughs> you're in an undisclosed location, always on the run. but Brody's not in the same city two days in a row these days. No. He's busy. He's active. We will give a special shout-out. We miss our dear friend, Rabbi Maskos and love him. Thinking about him, davening for Esther Tehila, bas aria tzipora, wishing, of course, a re longing for when he comes back. Mm -hmm. And um, our hearts, our thoughts, our mind is all with him. I will tell you, Rabbi Brody, you know who I saw today? For a minute, for a moment, last last week's guest on Behind the Bima. No way. We are privileged. Every year we host the, uh, except during the pandemic, we're honored and privileged that our beloved Yeshiva University, Yeshivas Rabi hosts the Rabbinic Yarek rabbis from around the world get together, study with Rabbi Dr. J.J. Schachter and others. And we've been privileged, nothing other than the great weather here that we play host. But dear friends and colleagues, rabbis from around the world come. And this afternoon, he flew in, made a presentation, presentation and booked out. But I was standing there all of a sudden, tap on the shoulder, my cousin, Rabbi David Beshevkin. So he looked at me right away and he goes, Absolutely make a birch a Torah. <laughs> <laughs> and we continued our conversation from last week. Yeah. He said he got a lot of feedback. I got a lot of feedback. Best piece of feedback I got from our conversation. My kids thought I was a little strong. It was a debate. It wasn't really behind the beam of style, but got a lot of feedback that it was respectful, loving dialogue, different yeah. points of view. And hopefully it was a example of disagreeing agreeably. We have the greatest respect for one another we love one another but we can see something differently than than one another than the other so the best feedback i got was someone said rabbi i agreed with you but beshevkin argues his points much better
0: <laughs> i think but it's amazing and i think when you look at our guests tonight especially rabbi stefanski you see part of his his energy is the fact that he's doing something a little bit different and that's why there's this excitement to follow him same way like you know rabbi beshevkin it's doing great things
2: Interesting conversation. So where are the lines? What are those boundaries? We as a community, what are we doing? But I just, it was interesting. It was always great to see him. Um, But it was fascinating because you continue the conversation offline. And I I don't know that it was so different, meaning I don't know that we were holding back online versus offline. I hope we were respectful in both places and in both cases. Um, But it reminds you that real sort of breakthrough in conversations are offline you know in the online world social media technology even the online world of texting whatsapping and email you know it's efficient it's, produ- it's it's a productivity gain but real conversations are like face to face you know looking into the eyes of another person feeling the heart and right. the pulse of another person connecting to the sincerity in punam uponam like like uh, water you see your reflection cave so uh, it was great great to see him for a moment offline great to continue mm-hmm. the conversation I hope all of us are continuing our conversations uh, offline, uh, online, and offline because they are uh, they're really important. So, it's uh, it's really great. It was good to see him. Tell us what else is going on, Rabbi Brody. You want to talk what's about the global campaign? Le- in the last
0: in, in the last week, also, I mean, you look what's happening right now in Ukraine. You know, last week this wasn't really much of an issue, and all of a sudden, the last week the world has changed. Everything has changed. It's, just, it's uh, things are a little scarier.
2: It's very scary. I actually saw a political commentator, a pundit, if you will, who said, you know, part of the lesson here is that the Russians were gathering on the border. Putin said exactly what he was going to do. And then he did it. And part of the lesson here is you look around the world and, you know, Russia said what he was going to do and then he did it. And other countries say what they're going to do and they do it. And Iran's telling us what they want to do, which, you know, get rid of uh, Israel and they're going to do it. Rav, the Rav, Rav Salavetriks, that's all said, the miracle, you know, what the miracle of Purim is, everyone thinks the miracle of Purim is that uh, Esther intervened, that you're seated, everything worked out, the coincidences, they hung Haman on, on the, you know what the miracle of Purim is? Can I say? Go for it, because you've heard because me say would it you say times. it a
0: thousand times, it's the yeah. fact that he listened.
2: Yeah, the right. miracle of Purim is that an enemy stood up, he said, this is what I'm going to do, instead of our saying, yeah, he doesn't mean it, he's not really going to do it, I can't imagine yeah. Instead, we said, well, if that's what he said he's going to do, we better take him at his word. Right. And that was the miracle of Purim is that we took him at his word. And so, you know, Putin, Russia, they told us what they were going to do. And then they did it. And other countries say what they're going to do and they do it. And Iran's saying what it's going to do and it's going to do it. You know, China's already saying what it's going. They're going to do it. That's that's a big lesson. So we'll, we'll hear in a moment from Rafal and, and get an update on the ground in Ukraine, what is happening. But let's tell everyone about the global campaign. Go ahead,
0: Rabbi. This is your chance. This is your only chance once a year where we finally say to you, you know, you love what we're doing here locally in a small community called Boca Raton. But look at the impact it's having, not only in the United States, but way beyond all over the world, all over the globe. And if you want to be part of the magic, you want to support everything that's being done right here. Right now, this is your chance. BRSonline.org forward slash global you can join your friends can join your family can join and you can join multiple times support the incredible efforts of this incredible movement that's been started
2: and, and we're so grateful we'll give a live update right now so far we have uh, 182 people have donated we're at 34,000 we have a goal of 150,000 we're deeply indebted to the people who've who've given but there are a lot more and you know we're very honored we're very proud feel very privileged and we're not here to flex or be arrogant but thank God there's a lot of people who connect to Bokerton Synagogue. They love our notion of our Shar HaKolel, of the 13th gate, of connecting and taking the best from all segments of Yiddishkeit and caring about the total Jewish community. They connect to the Torah that we teach and promote and write and share, the panel discussions behind the bima. If everybody who gives us positive feedback gave a little bit of money, we would triple our goal. The problem is that, you know, you know, one of our favorite stories, one of our favorite stories...
3: Which, which really? one? <laughs>
2: this is uh, Ravavi tells the story about when he flew back and he called his son, said, Need you to pick me up at the airport? You know the story. And he says, uh, You know, Abba, I love you, you're the greatest, but I, I just I can't pick you up. He says, You know, that's nice, but I need you to pick me up at the airport. This was before Ubers and and Lyft and taxis were so easy and whatever time of night it was. He says, Yeah, but I can't. I have a car, you know, but I love you. You're the greatest. You're amazing. I just I can't. He said, Yeah, okay, that's nice, but I need you to pick me up. Abba, you're the best Abba in the world. There's never been a bit of Abba. I love you with all my heart. The love I feel for you is so profound. Just sorry, I can't pick you up. So he says to his son, do me a favor. Love me less and pick me up at the airport. (laughs) So that motto, love me less and pick me up at the airport, is a medrash that right after Parshas Mishpatim. Parshas Mishpatim is the story of Harsinai. We stood around the base of the mountain and the greatest moment of revelation, and God spoke to us directly and gave us his commandments, his blueprint for the universe. And the very next parsha, Truma, is Yikholi Truma. All of a sudden, we're running a campaign. You know, there's a relatively new member of our shul who I love. He's a wonderful person, but I don't have permission to use his name. But he moved in and he said, like, is there an appeal every week? It's the Yisker appeal, that appeal, the other appeal, the next campaign? He's like, what's going on over here? So that, that was his joke when he first moved in every week. What's the appeal this week? So you have standing at Harsinai, thunder and lightning and revelation and spirituality, the greatest it's Tishfa bringing it all the three. And all of a sudden they're doing an appeal, a campaign, yikoli truma. So the Medrash says, you know what God says? We stood at her scene and we said, God, we love you. And God says, You love me? You're in Nas Nasabanishma. We'll do and we'll 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 listen. First, we'll do then we'll listen. Yeah, Nasa Vanishma, you're in? Okay. Open up your wallet. Venmo, Zelle, check, credit card. Let's see how much you love me. So I say the same thing. We're grateful for all the feedback we get. The people, the audience who drove behind the beam at a number one on Apple Podcasts in Judaism and the, the people who listen to our shiram and read our articles and get our weekly magazine newsletter. We're grateful. It's gratifying. It's fulfilling. It's so deeply moving. This money, Rabbi Brody, tell them, do you, what, what percentage it, of the it, global campaign do you get? Well,
0: I get 0%. I get 0.0%. Right. And you should know, I was just at the uh, Emory University just last night and I visited the J L I C program that they have there And one of the students comes right over and he says, you know what, I get my Torah every week from Rabbi Goldberg. And it's amazing. Sometimes you don't even realize where where the programs are being broadcast. But there are students in far flung parts of the United States, again, and beyond. There are there are college students that might not have the same access to the Torah that you get in your local community. But they're tuning in. They're participating. And this is their access.
2: So I'm honored. I'm honored and I'm flattered. And, and basically we don't get one penny from this. We don't make a percentage. We don't get a bonus. This doesn't go to us. We're not going out to eat with it. It helps us get the technology and the platforms and teach the Torah and share the messages and just impact more people. That's our goal. So if you value our values and, and you value whatever value we're adding to your life. Just help us meet our goal. So we are going to, behind the beam, I recognize the people giving in real time tonight. So go on brsonline.org slash global, brsonline.org slash global. Uh, Ivor Horowitz just gave $50. Uh, loves the sitter snippets. Thank you. Uh, the great Richard and, and Lois Beeler gave $180. Grateful for that. Francine Handy, 50. Anonymous, 180. Aaron Martin, 100. So if you uh, make a contribution right now, add into that list, we will gratefully Acknowledge it and express our gratitude and and we thank you. We thank you for helping us and, do what we do.
0: And if you don't know who to give it in honor of, just give it in honor of me. That <laughs> way, Rabbi Goldberg will see that it's also in honor of me.
2: <laughs> no questions. <laughs> just,
0: just put Josh Brody. You don't have to even spell Brody right. We'll know if it's if it's. You know, it's Rabbi
2: right. Brody is is a powerhouse. Don't let his quiet on behind the beam fool you. But um, he's a powerhouse. In fact, I was away two Shabbat's ago, and Rabbi Brody gave the Drusha. And I got great feedback. Now, everyone who gave me the feedback said, Rabbi Brody spoke amazingly, and he asked me to let you know. True. But (laughs) Rabbi Brody's a para. So right now, (laughs) if if you're watching, go in the comments and say, uh, let Rabbi Brody hear from you what you want to hear from him. Should he be giving a weekly class that he's streaming live? You want to see him have a column in our weekly where he talks about his outreach efforts and his amazing outreach stories. What do you want to hear more from about Rabbi Brody? Put it in the comments right now. Put in the comments, we all miss Rabbi Moskowitz. He's taking care of his family, his daughter. We wish well. Um, what do we miss? What class do you love? What article? Made, is there an article Rabbi Moskowitz wrote that made the biggest difference in your life? So take a moment, be part of the global campaign, help us continue to make this difference. Share it on the comments right now in real time and uh, push Rabbi Brody to leave his comfort zone and, and do I have some thing. big
0: ideas. We'll share it after the interviews tonight. So I'm very excited to share some things. Really? You.
2: Yeah. Big ideas. Can you give us a little, uh, a little flavor? Well, I a little think taste? Rabbi
0: Stefanski is going to inspire some very exciting things. And it's, uh, it's let's just say it's something that, that I think he's very involved with that might inspire our community to do something along the same lines. So okay,
2: nice. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we got, we got a big audience tonight, people listening later, of course. But if you're live, go on YouTube, put in the comments, push Rabbi Brody, get him out of his comfort zone. What do you want to see from him? What topic do you want to hear him speak about, start a series on – podcast on, write articles about. Rabbi Blumenthal, his articles in the in the weekly literally bring you to tears. His insights are amazing. His classes, we've got an all-star team uh, at our shul, Jeffrey, Talia, Rabbi Zions, uh, Rabbi Shabtai, Rabbi Rhein. So help us, just help us do our thing. Help us get it out if you value it. Love us less and go on the global campaign. <laughs> psonline.org slash global real time. Go on there. You'll get a shout out. So we're going we're gonna to welcome, first of all, the, the Rabbi Stefanski conversation is going to be phenomenal. Let me give you a little teaser. Rabbi Stefanski, he gave the DAF in Chicago for eight years. Brody, how many people went to his DAF for eight years in Chicago? Five people. That's generous. I heard it was four. <laughs> but let's say it was five. It's counting. Five him. people. Five, I think, with him. All right, with him. With him, five people for eight years. He persevered. He showed up every day for eight years for five people. Fast forward today. How many people listen to Rabbi Stefanski, Eli Stefanski online?
0: It's 10,000 plus. And by next week, it might be like 15,000. It's crazy. It's
2: got 10,000 people a day. Probably the largest Da maybe the largest shear in the whole world. How did he get there? How do you go from five to 10,000? How do you get there? Big thank you to Israel and Bella Halperin, who donated in honor of Eli Stefanski. So thank you so much for joining the global campaign. Everybody go online right now. David Gold or Rabbi Brody would like to see you. Give a DAF class. What do you think? Is First, that, I'm is going that to a, join the DAF. <laughs> going to join the DAF. We got a uh, anonymous donation. Grateful for the anonymous donation. In honor of the BRS staff, thank you so much. So we want to see, what articles would you like to see? What, what do you want to hear Brody speak about? The rest of our staff. Are there topics that BRS is not producing right now that you'd like to see us get out there? Any topics, any panels, any discussions, any themes, any areas? We're not afraid. BRS. Maybe foolishly, but we're not afraid to try to tackle or speak about you, respectfully. I like, you might be a
0: little afraid if I do something, but it's, you know,
2: yeah, no, the I'm bad not afraid for me. I'm afraid, of, yeah, exactly, exactly. Levy Fegelstock, thank you so much, Rabbi Fagelstock, for your ORB, incredible work that you do in partnership and, and for donating a full for Esther Tehila Basari El We should hear only phenomenal news. So we're going to get to Ali Stefanski and we'll hear that story. How do you get from five to 10,000? Five to ten thousand. What's he doing? Is he giving away free things? Yes, he is. <laughs> but but in addition to giving away free things, what is he doing to get from five to ten thousand? It's extraordinary. But first, you know, we get serious for a moment because the world's a very serious place right now. Uh, I know Rafael Criscall. I've met with him. I've actually been to uh, Moldova to Kishinev, Flew through Odessa. Did not get a privilege to see Tikva his work there, but have seen it. So um, before we uh, bring on and uh, have a conversation with uh, Eli Stefansky. We're gonna get an update and really all of us uh, get involved, learn and do what we can to make a difference when it comes to uh, what's going on right now in the Ukraine. So without any further ado, Rafal Kruskal. We're joined right now by Rafal Kruskal from the Tikva Children's Orphanage of Odessa, the Ukraine. And um, I did not have the privilege of being there though I've been in Odessa before, but I've met with Rafael in person uh who's the hero in the best of times for taking care of uh, young jewish children and jewish community doing outstanding work but particularly during this time if tell us where you are what's happening and how we can help
3: um so we're just after the Carpathian mountains uh in ukraine um what's happening so uh on thursday um Last week, we, we, we had prepared. We, we I had assumed that there was going to be some kind of conflict, and I can say that we were quite prepared for this to happen. Um, uh, so we had um, prepared food. We had prepared uh, um, a, a generator uh, for ga- gas. We thought that we would, that we would run out of gas. Um, we had we expected a lot of things to happen. We prepared all. Um, we brought an israeli security firm because we were worried that uh the locals would leave us if something bad happened right um so, so we were quite prepared except when the shelling when they sell you you're not you're you're less prepared than you normally think you would be so when the say, shelling started,
2: hold on one second take a step back even before you tell us about how prepared you were just give our listeners you know one minute 60 seconds about the Tikva orphanage, how many children, what the setup is, how many people as the CEO, how many you're responsible for? Why are they in Odessa? Why are you in
3: Odessa? So, um, I, I'm, I, my name is Rufal Kusa You said I'm the CEO of Tikva. I was born in London. And I came to Odessa in 1999 to help, um, uh, to see, to, uh, there was a small orphanage then to see how we could grow it. And, um, and we were very, very uh, We had a, a, a lot of success, and now it's going to over 300 kids in the orphanages. The community is very successful. It's our alumni from the orphanages and from the schools which we built, and now they built a community. We built a community in Odessa. Um, we we have three kindergartens, three elementary schools, two high schools—a boys' and a girls' school. A, you know, a Jewish university, a yeshiva, and then besides that, we also have the orphanages—the infants' orphanage, the boys' orphanage, the girls' orphanage. And then the student dorms, who are kids who were in the boys and girls orphanages, who then go into the, um, who are in the student dorms. These so are kids from all over. The,
2: those those kids are from all over the Ukraine, or they're all from Odessa.
3: All all of Ukraine. In fact, in the last few months, we had uh, uh, we, we had some a lot of people who wanted to come from. Uh, um, even Uzbekistan, we had some from Belarus when they were fighting last year. So we we from Moldova, we took them all over um, the former Soviet Union.
2: Wow! And and what brought you there?
3: I, I came in 1999 for one year because I wanted to do something before I went out into business, and then I couldn't leave the kids. Uh, it was just it was so compelling uh, to stay. So. I'm lucky. All right, so tell
2: us again, you're in Odessa, you, you have this incredible system, it's a whole network, it's all community, Tikva, and you were prepared because we'd all been following the news. Everybody knew Russia was gathering on the border, Russia was threatening to invade. You were as prepared you could be. When and how did you get out and where are you and the kids now, if we, if we can even ask that?
3: So, um, so I can't, I, I haven't given anyone an exact location. Um, but uh, we, we're after the Carpathian Mountains, as, uh, let's say as far away as the fighting as one could be if you're staying in Ukraine. Um, uh, on Thursday we had um, uh, the, the first shelling, and then we decided we had to do something. We checked; uh, we, we, we at the beginning we checked whether we could leave Odessa, but the security firm we'd taken said it was dangerous to travel on the roads. We went to whether we're going to run the roads, and 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 we said let's let's wait one more day in Odessa and see what happens. We were also checking to see how many people we could get over the border to other places. So we were checking the borders, which we had, and there was a rush on the borders. And we found one border, which was empty. So we sent the first bus there. And when we were successful, we sent another three buses. And now we've seen them, we sent another four buses. And we have in Moldova at the moment, students and community members, about 400 people. We're sending wow. um, a, a last bus uh, tomorrow. Which will yeah, get the bigger uh, which will make it even bigger by the way, the community in Moldova uh, which is in Moldova at the moment is also it's yeah, they they're going through a very difficult time and I think that within the next forty eight thousand we're going to take them out of Moldova and to to Romania just because um, that the conditions there will be better and the children and uh, um, uh, and refugees who are suffering anyway as it is and there's no reason that they need to suffer more
2: now is your is your assumption that you're going to return to odessa that please god one way or another this will reconcile everyone's going to return is the assumption right now that there's nothing to go back to that ukraine russia it's so uncertain it's time to bring everybody to israel or elsewhere
3: so uh so so um before i only spoke about the moldavian part i'm going to go back and then i'll go back to the assumption what's going to happen uh we left uh on friday morning we, we we got uh uh, there was shelling in the night, and one bomb fell like a half a mile from the girls' home, and the girls were hysterical. And uh, we, I, I'd been up uh, throughout the night, and at seven o'clock in the morning, I basically I pulled the trigger and said, "We have to leave today." And uh, uh, it—I it, knew it meant traveling on Shabbos. I knew, I knew everything what it meant, and I spoke to the. Uh, of course, to the realm of Odessa, the chief travel with my partner, and we worked together. And then I also spoke to, uh, we also spoke to Yabarnam and Etizkal, well, there was no question. which you have a little job, just, just tell us how to do it and what to do. And uh, by, by 10 o'clock, we were out of uh, Odessa. Every 70 miles, we stopped because there were some roads which uh, had been bombed. There were some roads which we were worried there was more dangerous to travel, on. so we wanted to travel on side roads and back roads. Um, there was sirens in the middle when we went past uh, uh, Vinitsa and uh, um, Klemenitsky. So it was it was a traumatic uh, um, uh, experience. It was traumatic anyway. I mean, as you know, we're not attached to uh, the Jews were never attached to buildings. We are always attached right. to people. Um, my, my grandfather was born in Germany. My father was born in Holland. He was in Bergen-Belsen. He lived in, then lived in England, then lived in Israel. We're a wandering nation. I live in Ukraine, so. Right. Um, so, so, but still, it was extremely difficult, emotional for the community to leave. It is the place which we built and and, and, and what a community after 22 years, and and suddenly we see we were seeing the revival of Yiddishkeit in in Odessa and, and everything collapsing. It was extremely emotional and difficult to leave. And uh, on the way, we stopped. Uh, uh, we told everybody before Shabbos we had mincha. We, had, we uh, and uh, the chief rabbi of Odessa, my back said. You know, last week we had a mitzvah to keep the Shabbos and this week we have a mitzvah to drive on a bus on Shabbos. It's the same mitzvah and we got to do with the same simcha and the same happiness, etc. cetera. Um, and then we stopped on the way a bit later after Shabbos came in and we in Kiddush for, um, uh, for for the whole community. And it was saw that video, so moving. Yeah. Uh, you, you heard the people crying on one hand, on the other hand, it was surreal in the middle of nowhere in, in a cold Ukrainian gas station Four hundred people were listening, just to want to hear Kiddush. It, it, it was it was the biggest Kiddush Hashem, well, which we, which one could have. It was and it was a very emotional uh, moment to the community, and we continued on it, um, throughout the night. And those was back to back traffic. We arrived the first bus arrived at uh, one o'clock in the afternoon, then, uh, on Shabbos afternoon. The last bus arrived at three thirty in the afternoon, and that's when we had the second Kiddush, the morning Kiddush with uh, Parshish Golem and Burkhosh uh, Chodesh, because no, most of the people in the basket know which day wow. the was, but that's, and and and, and Hashem, we're in a much, much safer part of Ukraine uh, than we were before. So now you ask whether we, if I assume we're gonna go back there, I'm hoping we'll go back there. There was a beautiful uh, a Kahila uh, in the building there, uh, in there, and I don't think that anyone, uh, a person, uh, um c- could ruin such a thing for whoever our Prochut, uh, tells us that's where we're going you know But uh, uh, for the people here who want who, who are here they wanted to be there they wanted to stay uh, um, they're part of a community it's a very warm and, and thriving community People helping each other and uh, um, yeah I, I i hope we'll be able to go back and continue uh, uh the, the, this huge uh, undertaking We also got to remember at the moment we have 300 kids in our homes. We know of, uh, probably we, we, we assume according to the numbers which we have, there are roughly another 2,000 kids in uh, Jewish children in Ukraine who are still in need wow. of our help. Um, to leave any other way than, uh, to leave uh, in a way which wouldn't be uh, um, accepted by the Ukrainian authorities would mean that, would be, that we would not be able to come back and help those other children. So there's a fine line when these children who are in danger. Of course, we've got to save them first. They're our priority. But if they, if we can right. still stay here in this part of Ukraine and uh, go back uh, and, and help afterwards the other children, then that, that would that's our first priority. And that's why it's a fine balance and a big burden and a responsibility when you check when you're deciding uh b- between what to do
2: right wow rabbi brody
3: thank you you know i just want
0: to uh just let you know as well that uh we've been seeing regular updates jana has been sending us what's been taking place almost every day and you know you contrast that with the videos that we used to get of all the children getting together and singing and putting on these plays, you know, being part of the dinner the
1: virtual
2: dinner. It's a little hard, little hard to hear you, Rabbi Brody. So I'm going to relay your, out. your I'm going to relay your question. You're coming, you're coming in and out. Rafal, can you hear me?
3: Yes. Can I hear you?
2: Okay. So, um, he was saying rabbi brody that yana's been keeping us updated with the videos and and you contrast the uh the videos that she used to send of the children with plays and and happiness and joy and and learning and torah and now in buses and on the run it's really surreal it's like a throwback to centuries ago and, and you think or, or decades ago and you think that you're watching jews in europe on the run um and it's it's just hard to believe what we're watching and and you are heroic you're being there for these children and for that community what you're doing is amazing i guess tell us what we can do to help what what are the needs when you relocate hundreds of children imagine it's not easy to book buses and hotel rooms it's not like running a summer trip so what do you do for food what do you do for for everything that you're working on so two things so
3: so the first the big production so the first yeah. thing is um the, the first thing is of course uh my, my father was in bergen belsen in 1939 they probably didn't realize they were 1939 so um so um uh yeah we realized the implications we're trying to do everything maybe learn from the uh the history of other people who have been through similar situations um we have a huge huge security budget all our security, local security guards uh left and we had to bring uh, security guards from Mexico um uh, uh so we we're we bringing we've already brought in uh five the locals because the um the local security guards are uh having having to be conscripted to the army we've got to bring in another 10 and the five are coming in tomorrow and the five the next day so so that's a huge 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 cost to bring in. they it's just an insurance that they have to take out insurance to bring into wow. a war ridden country uh besides that we have of course that we have um uh, th- th- just to give you an idea, a bus to the place where we are from Odessa would normally cost about $800, $900 uh, uh, a trip. They said they're not leaving uh, um, you know, unless we give them $10,000. But after that, for the trip, after that, when we when we stopped at that stop for Kiddush, what one doesn't see on the video is they say, you're going to get off the bus and we're not taking you further unless you double that sum. So we didn't have to double the sum, we negotiated down on shabbos but uh um but but all the prices have gone up there's the the food is scarce food and vegetables are are scarce of course i told you we bought uh with us uh, um, a lot of food because for some i could put in my mind for some reason last week i said we're going to rent trucks we're going to put the food on the trucks which is what we did so the food was ready on the trucks as soon as we left the trucks of food which we had prepared for the months beforehand left with us the chickens five tons of chickens left with us so we at least we we, we sorted for a certain period of time uh, with the dry food but all the rest of the stuff is, is extremely expensive I had to buy mattresses we were 100 bed short I had to buy mattresses on Shabbos uh, we wow. had to uh, b- buy heating we had to buy a generator everything uh, it's it's a huge expense and I haven't even spoken about the Cahilia in Moldova Romania which, which I have to do exactly the same, just copy exactly what I've told you here. So Rafa, what's, the, what's the budget?
2: What, what are we talking about?
3: At the moment we're running, at the moment, uh, uh, the costs which, which I can see for this month are over two billion million for both uh, places, and it's going up. We need every single, I, I never, my wildest dreams, I never imagined that, that, that we would be where we are. I mean, just for security, I paid $384,000 this month for one place. Wow. It's, it's,
2: where so, can people, yeah. where can people contribute? Where can they help?
3: So uh, the, the, well, at the moment, we, uh, we have a campaign uh, tick th- th- for are trying to raise as much money. I want to tell everybody, uh, um, I, my parents, I'm from Ukraine, my grandparents in Ukraine, I came to help these kids. Now we need your help to help these kids. We can't do it alone because. Uh, it, it's an extremely difficult moment for the Kihila. It's an extremely difficult moment for these kids. The kids are traumatized. We're trying to help them with psychologists and everything else. It's a, we need your help. Uh, um, I don't think there's ever been such a call. You're talking about decades. Since the Second World War, I don't think there's ever been such a call from Jewish communities and from us uh, uh, also as one of the communities in Ukraine, asking for people, please help us. We can't manage this alone. We need a broader help than we've had before. And, uh, and that's why we're turning to you today.
2: Well, we, we thank you for giving us time. We know that it's uh, already the, the middle of the night, on its way to becoming the middle of the night. We know that you're exhausted. I can't imagine the last time that you've that you possibly slept. Um, and um, we just want to thank you for what you're doing to take care of Hashem's children. And we wish you safety you. and security. And we wish that, please, God, for your sake and, and for everyone, that this be over uh, quickly and speedily. And uh, please, God, you get back to odessa and uh with these beautiful children and take care of the hundreds or thousands more and uh, in the future we'll we'll continue this conversation on behind the and in person it's time to to bring these children one by one dozen by dozen hundred by hundred to israel it's time to get everybody out i don't know if there's a jewish future in the ukraine i don't know if there's a jewish future in america but uh, this is a harsh reminder and to see jews on the run on buses on shabbos making kiddish and and having to bribe people to secure them again and give them safety um we didn't dream it would happen and and you're at the front lines of it so thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time we're encouraging everyone to go to the website that we're scrolling tikvaodessa.org, okay. no itch slash relief and uh, grateful Yana for what she does and uh, just stay safe and be well and healthy and please god we'll continue to get updates and, and whatever we can
3: just just yes. one last thing i'm asking everyone anyone who has a spare moment during the day Daven for us, as Yaakov said, we should, come, we should come out of this. We need the people to be healthy, both mentally and, and, and physically. The children are going through a difficult time. We're going through a difficult time. It's a huge responsibility. Whenever you have a time, please say Tehillim, Daven for us. We need you to fill us as well.
2: Absolutely. We, we most certainly will. Stay safe. Be well. Thank you so much for being with us. Did you think did Did you think in in our lifetime that you would see uh, Jews on the run, fleeing, refugees in that part of the world? You're muted. You're muted, um, on that the can, run, being chased, running for their safety, having to bribe, spend money, yeah. somehow get provisions and food in the year 2022, and, and Jews are still in Europe on the run.
0: It's funny. It's not so funny, but it, you know, we talk we talk about the Holocaust, and we've taken so many trips back to Europe. We've been in, in communities that are very similar to what what they look like in, in Poland, what they see in Ukraine. And you know you thought that was part of ancient history. That was not something we would ever experience again. That's not something right. that anyone should ever know about. And we're, we're, we're seeing it unfold in front of our eyes.
2: It's scary. scary. It's real time. You know, for us, we're watching. And I, you know, I'll tell you, I may lose some friends with this one right now. But, yeah. um, you know, if you're on social media, you'll see... Jewish from social media in particular, but social media, you know, it happened with the State of the Union last night. People love to see capture, captions or a picture or, or a little video of something. And then they right. say what they think is their witty comment about it, right? So you have Putin sitting mm-hmm. at a huge table and other people all the way on the other end. And you make your joke about the Kiddush Club or you have the whatever. And, and you see people doing that right now about, about Ukraine, about Russia. Right, And you see people like thinking something's fine. Oh, that's the kiddish club. Oh, that's the rabbi speaking too long. Oh, that's the, the board voting on whatever. And I just look at that and I say, I, it, it's, it's not the time. I don't know if there's ever a time. It's yeah. people's lives. There's people dying. There's people being right. bombed. There's people on the run. And I just, I, don't, I always ask ourselves, like, how would we feel? Could you imagine if Twitter existed during the Holocaust? And there right. were images coming out of Jews being persecuted, chased. And like, you know, someone thought of a funny witticism. They thought of a cute caption they yeah. they thought that they'd, you know, earn some likes by by saying something funny that related to their life. We would look at that and say, Are you crazy you in your mind? Have we become so desensitized? How could it be? How could it right. be? Unfortunately,
0: we don't we don't have to just imagine it. You're seeing it happen. So it's happening with right. different different groups, but it just as well and easily could have been happening with us. And then and then you also look at the strength of these Ukrainians and you see what they're doing, like fighting this guerrilla warfare in their streets, and you think if this would come to our community, where would we be? You know, there's a yeah. certain strength that they have and that they're exhibiting right now. It's really, really impressive, really, very powerful message for the world.
2: Yeah, it's a battle going on the Jewish yeah. uh, prime minister over there. And, anyways, I, by the way, I'm not, I'm not judging. You know, it's my point is an observation of our time that we've become desensitized, right, Absolutely. due to technology and social media and the images that flow in real time. You could be like eating lunch and you see corpses in the street, or you hear. But a bombing or you see miles long, 40-mile um, line of tanks, they just keep eating lunch. Right. When in human history did you see those images and you had an appetite? We don't just have an appetite. We think of a cute caption.
0: You should be caption. crying and, 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 and feeling like you have to throw up after you see something because right. it, it hurts so much.
2: Yeah, so it's not a criticism Great. as much as a call that we try to preserve our sensitivity for ourselves and our children. There's certain pictures and images that should move us, like you just said, to tears, that should move us, to feel us, to prayer. And, right. and not only should we not be desensitized that they don't mean anything, we certainly shouldn't caption them and compete. Are we witty? Are we right. funny? Is it cute? Did we get a lot of likes? So right. I just think it's a really, really important for us to be aware of, of the messaging that we're sending to others, but even our, our own sensitivity to these, to these issues. So Tikva Odessa, if you can help um
0: they're doing such a great job i I, again i know i i know it didn't come out clear i was in first of all just to be clear i wasn't driving i was being driven and we were driving through a part of georgia right now where there's not a lot of reception but i really wanted to just be able to to to, just to be able to be on a on a on a a phone call with with such such a a, a courageous leader is just something you don't want to miss out on right and and you know one of the things that we do know about Tikva is that they are there where no one else is they're in a place they're helping out children they're helping out these orphans and, you know, over the last two years, they they've taken their virtual gala and put it online. And if you would have seen these productions that these kids do, like so, so many of us have been part of these these gala dinners and, you know, people trying to be more creative. And, you know, how do we outdo the other organization which just did something online back in the in, in the in the days we really were immersed on on, on Zoom and, right. and and you see what they did. You know what they, they what they did? They had these kids. They put on the most. Beautiful productions, musicals and, and plays. Just remember, these are not kids that have. They don't have costumes. They don't have clothes. They don't have right. the they, they, they have not. They don't have family. They don't have parents. Hmm. They don't have anything. And the, right. the smiles on their faces, it just brought you in. It drew you in. And now you see these same children. It's the same children that were doing contrast.
2: Things. Yeah, yeah. They're being rushed off to to
0: for, running for their lives.
2: If you haven't seen the video, you should. What he described when they stopped and said kiddish on Friday night—these are buses—and what a what a powerful message when the rabbi, the rabbi of Odessa, said last Shabbos the mitzvah was to keep Shabbos, and this week the mitzvah is to break Shabbos. They get in the bus and go. That's our mitzvah. And they pause at a gas station and should hear this emotional. Did you see the video? The emotional kiddish, All the kids are gathered around, some of the adults, and this this Kiddush like while breaking Shabbos on the run. These are not just old stories. Last night we have a series on Tuesday nights. And if you're part of the global world you you follow you watch you have the opportunity to listen um, called rabbis on the run we've done people on the book for many years we've done uh, great debates of jewish history and great moments of jewish history and great rabbis of jewish history and this year's our focus was rabbis on the run rabbis being persecuted who changed the face of torah scholarship while on the run so i taught about the rush who had to run and flee from french germany to spain and um you know other other stories like that so this was i taught about the Mir, the miraculous escape of the mirror to shanghai and, and when I'm describing it again, you think, oh, that's Holocaust. They ran from Poland to Lithuania, Lithuania through Japan. They were supposed to actually go to Curacao. That's where they had their visa. But they ended up the transit visa and they ended up in Shanghai. But like these are ancient stories. Even the Holocaust feels like so long ago. Again, right. as time is moving on and we have fewer survivors. But these images and stories of of the Ukraine are not a long time ago. They're right, right now. You, they're real.
0: I'll tell you a powerful story. I don't have permission to, to tell you who, who said it, but I just heard it. Where where someone got up and uh, was talking about the crisis in Ukraine and about these orphans and, and these children, and they said, you know, I really want to, I really want to do something. Tell me. And they called this individual. And said, how can I, how can I take one of these children into right. my home? And they, the, the person responds, What do you mean, like, like temporarily or like adopt? Like, what do you do? She says, You tell me what they need. Two other people heard this person say that and they said, I'll do the same thing. So wow. you, know, you see people that are just, you know, okay, we'll pass on the, you know, then the, share it on Facebook and the Twitters. And then you see people that are right. doffing. And then there are the other people that are like, you know what? What do we need to do? There's people in crisis.
2: Right. How, how do I stop wow. it? So if you have money, you could either give the global campaign or to Tikva to help. Of course, people of Ukraine give to the Ukraine, don't give to us, but hopefully you have the ability to do both. And right. we're so grateful to those who value shows like this behind the bemo where you get to hear a report from Ukraine. Where else are you going to hear this? There's yeah, no one. I want to no thank David Posey. David Posey, thank you for your contribution. Dr. Daniel and Hedy Blum, thank you so much for, for your contribution. Got an anonymous from Washington Heights. Harriet Brick, thank you so much. I don't know who Boy Gary is in honor of Rabbi Josh Brody, but someone. That's boy, my boy Gary. Gary. Oh, it's a boy, Gary. I, I don't, don't know. know that is. I don't I want to know. It. I wonder I if it's know. my
0: rabbi, Rabbi Gary Beitler. Thank you.
2: Thank uh, you. Diana, an appreciation of smiches cover. My husband has immersed himself in daily learning, she writes. So all those who've been contributing in real time through the show, thank you so much. brsonline.org slash global. Thank you for helping support enable all that we are doing. So um, Rabbi Brody, have you ever tried the DAF before?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I've actually tried it twice. I tried it uh, probably about 15 years ago, Rabbi Perry Tershwell was doing it and he told me, come upstairs, Rabbi Sugarman's teaching the DAF. So I, I, I don't even think it was at the beginning of a cycle. Maybe they're just starting a new Masefta and I, I right. gave it a shot. I did it for, I, I might have made it through one Masefta and then obviously huh. this last time around I got inspired by you. I got inspired by by so many in our shul that are doing it. Matthew obviously is, you know, with with his his you know updates on every mess he's finishing right and I made it through I was doing actually pretty well I made it through I think three misaftas and it just it just petered out I don't know if it was an Aravin it was you know it just got to the point where I was, I was going through it but I wasn't really feeling it I needed something different I just need something to try all right so
2: that, that's the perfect segue. First of all, again, a big shout out to Gilly's Goodies, our sponsor for tonight. Love him. I, I, when, by the end of this interview, you're going to hear that Rabbi Brody is sending Shalach through Gilly's Goodies to Ellie Stefanski and to the whole DAF. That's, well, how, well, that's how much he's fallen in love. Yeah, I mean,
0: you know what? Do me a favor. Just put that David, who's our, our main main uh, main guy. We love David yep. at Gilly's Goodies. Gilly's his wife. We didn't even yes. say how you
2: find it online. G-I-L-I-S, goodies, Gilly's scom gilliesgoodies.com, gilliesgoodies.com. Put in BIMA, B-I-M-A, for a special discount, referral code. Send a gift to the soldiers. Send it to Ellie Stefanski. Have, send you, it, to send it to
0: Ellie Stefanski from behind the BIMA. That's okay, right. David. Let's,
2: let's <laughs> flood Ellie Stefanski with shelf models from Gilly's Goodies from behind exactly. the BIMA. Wouldn't exactly. that be amazing? That so he's got awesome. a story to tell. How do you get from five people to 10,000 people? Here he is. Wait a a Even before you yeah. go, it's like it's just when you
0: say that, it's so mind-blowing. If you would have said, how do you get from 5 to 50, to, to I would be you know, excited just to hear. 5 to, to 200 would be 10,000 people.
2: Could you 10, imagine 10,000
0: wow. daily listeners to anything? There's no one.
2: It's amazing. Unbelievable. I'm Let me so just, excited, one, our, our new fact checker, I may be related to him. Our new fact checker pointed out when I was listing our amazing staff and, and you'll hear from him next week, we're going to do a marathon, meet our new staff, talk to us, go behind the BIMA with, trying to get my kids. They're not watching right now, so I feel safe saying this. If, if you have their contact info, push them and encourage them. So wouldn't it be a great behind the BIMA to go behind the BIMA with Rabbi's kids, find out what it's like to be the children of a rabbi, the good, the bad, the ugly, what it's like, Rabbi's kids. I got a big fat, no, but uh, <laughs> no, we'll we'll keep trying. But I uh, I did not mention our new Sephardi Rabbi Rabbi Magazinich, the other time Magazinich, who is uh, phenomenal. We love Rabbi Magazinich, so he is amazing. And the same fact checker, who I'm related to by blood, my father, said that you know we bring on these guests. I don't give enough of an introduction. I don't give enough of a biography. So you'll hear in the in the interview, we're not going into at least Fantsky's background. He's been on other podcasts our friends at Meaningful People and elsewhere, they talk all about that art scroll, actually had a whole interview with him as well. You could hear his background, his story, how he got into it. We're talking about how he created this community, this movement of learners. So without any further ado, it's a pleasure to bring on Elie Stefanski. We are so excited to be going behind the bima with the one and only Rabbi Elie Stefanski, who is not only giving a dafiomi, there are people all over the world who are delivering daily dafiomis. Rabbi Stefanski is leading a movement of dafiomi, a movement of torah learning and thank you for going behind the bima with us
1: absolutely thank you for having me it's, it's great to be together honor.
2: it's great to be together the honors are so let's begin with this i was with a group of men last night we we're going around it was a, a learning group we had just come back from a trip to new york it's a Mavaksham trip we went and met with rashi yeshiva and Rebbeim and Rebbes. it was an incredible trip i'll tell you more about it another time but we were going around and people are talking about the Kabbalas. what do they take upon themselves and one individual sitting there, I don't have permission to use his name. He's a Baal tshuva. He's a person who discovered observance and Torah later in life. And he says, you know how many times I tried learning? You know how many times I opened the Gemara, I wanted to do the yomi. I wanted to be part of that group, part of that Hevra. Every time it failed, every time it flopped. This he volunteered on his own, he had no idea that we were interviewing you today. He says, every time it got nowhere, I just couldn't connect, I couldn't relate to the people speaking. It was another language. They were from another world. He goes, then I'm on the internet and I scroll, I'm wasting time, and all of a sudden, I come across this eight-minute daf, this guy Stefanski. He goes, so I click because I'm wasting so much time, I might as well make use of my time. I click. This is what he just said last night. He goes, I'm hooked. Now, he just made a on Moid Cotton with you, and he's going to make a on Chagiga with you, and he went from never opening a Gemara, not being able to learn, not being able to cross that hurdle to being an observant Jew, to he's making Sium. And let me say what he loved about you. He goes this guy is a business guy he's relatable he's like me and he said he told some off-color joke that's what he said i hope you're not insulted Oi. he said something irreverent he, I'll, I'll i'll rephrase it he didn't mean he didn't mean off-color that was inappropriate he meant irreverent he meant he's relatable he's fun he's real right. so you you lit this guy up and you're not just doing it for this guy you've got ten thousand people a day I I'm just laughing
1: about this off-color joke. I'm so careful. You know, it's <laughs> You have to have that balance of Uh-oh, being I'm funny trouble. and 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 being careful. You you there's so many people watching, There's children watching. So I hope it wasn't off color. No, no, I mean, I'll tell you what. Okay, yeah, go on. Sorry. He, no, he,
2: he used those words, but he didn't mean that. He didn't mean off-color, and I shouldn't have repeated okay. that. He meant it was irreverent in the sense that you were real and relatable and fun and fun-loving, and your props and all the things that we're going to get into today. So forget that. He, he he misused those words, but but you you got him going. He's now making his second mashta on a sim, on a masekht. It's incredible. So what is it? What is it that you're doing? What is the magic? How is it that 10,000 people a day are learning with you?
1: Wow. Um, well, first of all, we have an unbelievable team. It's not just me. There's so many people behind the scenes. We have a cameraman. We have a tech guy. We have people in marketing and you know, it's just, it's just a team of people. I actually have a colo, a dafiomi colo that these guys, uh, four of them actually, no shots inside out, one of them scored the highest score. In the dirshu test of shas in the world so he's the number one Shas guy in the world in the call and i talk to them in learning so there's a lot going on behind the scenes i come and i deliver it um i try to make it exciting and fun accessible to everybody you know bring things to the sheer that i i myself would have wanted to see when i was a bacher you know when i was learning gemara and uh every day to come up with some whether it's a story that's funny a joke not an off-colored one um a funny prop a funny chart anything that would make you know the break that sometimes you know you go to a she'er and there's a guy with a long beard and it's it's boring over here it's like we learn and then we stop for a second I'll, I'll i'll make a little comment and the guys laugh and then we go on and we're doing the daf we're doing and it's real good shot real very, very good shot, Rashi, Taisvis, not a whole lot of raid. Although if there's, you know, good raid, I, I throw it in. Again, anything that's exciting for the DAF. So if there's a, if there's raid that's like, wow, I can't believe this halacha, I'll throw it in. But again, just make learning fun and that people should want to come back and, and get more. So you went from, when you lived in Chicago, I understand you taught a
2: DAF for eight years that had a regular three, four people there so nice. you're doing the research I did my research so so Rebbe Stefanski or Eli here's here's the question how did yeah. you persevere and not give up now again if you have a one-on-one it's already an achievement you learn the daf one-on-one with someone it's amazing having three right. people is already a Khabura, four people it's a sheer so I'm not minimizing or, or or diminishing or I don't want to speak about it in a derogatory way at all people who have a small group a little a little daf but you persevered. You were a, you were an aspiring and successful entrepreneur, businessman, and for eight years you sat in front of three people. You probably never dreamt that fast forward and you'd have ten thousand people.
1: So right, you know, what what pushed
2: you through? Not even fifty three people. people,
1: right? Well, the, the the main thing was I wanted to learn. I always wanted to learn. I liked learning, and I wanted to learn. I needed that hizchayvus, and and giving this share in Chicago was my hizchayvus at that time. I was about a boss. I was working all day and I needed something to give me that. If it was just me, myself, I wouldn't come every day. If I had a chavrusa, I would come up with an excuse. But having this year, by the way, it wasn't three, it was four guys. No, it was more like five, five guys for eight years. So, you know, having having that is chivas pushed me. Yeah. Uh, and I missed a bunch of days here and there. You know, there was always an excuse or whatever because it was only five people. So I let five people down. Now, by the way, because of the size of the shear, I haven't taken a day off in over 840 days. Wow. Straight. Shabbosim, And and I'm a very inconsistent person. I'm more of the entrepreneurial guy. You know, I start a project and I don't finish. This is the, the other guy that finishes for me. Here, I every single day, I can't take off. I can't sleep in. I can't miss my alarm. Because if I do, I have all these people that I'm letting down. How's so I've built a schayosh yeah. that I, I just can't crawl out of. How does your family feel that you haven't taken a day off? Don't they deserve to go on vacation with you or spend time? So when I do go on a vacation, it's very, very rare. I bring them with me and I do the sheer on vacation. I, I gave a sheer for my son's wedding. I gave a sheer when my daughter gave birth. I was able to run back. I held the baby for literally five seconds. I said, shalom Aleichem, <laughs> dropped the baby down and ran, got a taxi. And they came to shear 10 minutes late, but I was there. It's just that you have to. It's a, that's the beauty of the daffyomi, by the way. I think that's one of the main, main things of the It changes people's lives because it's consistent. It just gives you that every single day. There's no days off, and you don't want the day off. You want to learn Torah every single day of your life, including M-Kippur, including Yantem, including Shabbos. Sunday's not a day off from Hashem. Sunday, yeah, if you, you could have a little bit of a downtime, but you got to learn the daf. You know, It's all about being consistent i heard you say
0: it's a great quote you said the daf yomi is not about the daf it's about the yomi it's about yeah, making sure that it's i love that quote as a matter great. of
1: fact you know we're starting the new msecha let me just grab this um so we're starting next wednesday and we have a special edition that art school printed for us and it's on the cover it's not about the daf it's about the yomi oh it says it on the cover My two That's quotes great. over there it's, it's not about the daf it's about the yomi. So, yeah, I, uh, I talk about it all the time. Wait, I, when did that transition take place from
0: the five to the 10,000? Like what, well, what was technology we, I did out? eight
1: years straight and then we moved okay. to, um, well, I stopped giving the share in Chicago and then we moved to Israel eight years ago. And then, uh, once I came here, I started doing like the, a synopsis of the DAF, which morphed into the eight minute DAF, which I sent out, uh, WhatsApp every day, uh, like, um, just the synopsis a sicum of the daf of the day in under eight minutes and then they asked me to give a daf yomi so i started giving daf yomi share and that was like four years ago four years ago four years and a bit giving this share and it, it grew it's a I, great gimmick the, a lot of people is, the headline they see the headline that it's that, eight, they, they see the headline it's an eight
2: minute daf they don't realize the eight minutes is the synopsis of the daf that's how you get oh yeah in. yeah it's
1: a clickbait or whatever they call it we, we get them <laughs> with the eight minute, and once they're in they're like wait a minute this is not enough maybe this guy gives us a share a 45 minute share and then there's another guy
2: there's another guy in our community Glenn Galesh also a wonderful guy baltruv amazing guy loves learning can never connect to Gamara. same story he told me He goes, I see this thing advertised eight minute dafy. says to himself eight minutes I have eight minutes and he clicks it right. he's so entertained inspired he's so connected he looks at his watch. He goes, let's say that? that's not eight minutes. I'm 45 minutes into this thing he's, I can't, He goes, I can't turn it off He goes. then the next day I said, you know what, if I found the time yesterday, I could find the time the next day. So he's still like in his mind, he's like, it's just eight minutes, even though he knows it's not eight minutes, but you know, somehow right. that, so there's so many things you're tapping into about marketing, psychology, psyche. And I wonder how much you would recommend. First of all, how much of it was premeditated planned, strategic, how much of it did you stumble on and trip on and you're figuring it out as you go and how much of it do you think that we can extrapolate and and connect to other learning can we connect this to school do we have kids who are disconnected and we can make it fun and engaging and props and and times in eight minutes and so so was a plan was it strategic did you trip on it and do you think this is a model for promoting learning at all ages
1: so i i don't think you could Plant something like this. This is just, you know, the pure Hashgacha and Siyatah And It's, I'm, I'm I, I literally, every day I wake up and I can't believe what's going on here. It's like, it's incredible to me. So many people, seriously, it's like, it's really incredible. So you can't, put, I didn't plan it. I did plan to make a sheer that's super exciting from day one. I had eight guys on the first day and I said, day one, we're not going to serve food because then it's going to become too much about the food. Let's give amazing coffee. I went out and got the best coffee machine you could buy in Israel with lattes and this and that, good coffee beans. We started like that. And uh, it started growing, and I was, I was into the charts. My father-in-law, who's a surgeon, he gives a, a very nice Dafiomi share every single week on, on the weekends. And he's very into the charts. Hand screw. So I took that idea of, you know, making charts by hand, and I, I took it to the next step. I did you know, more graphics and more pictures from the internet, etc, making it more interesting. But that idea I got from him and then people started coming, you know, it started eight and nine, 10 and it started growing pretty rapidly to the point where we couldn't fit in the room anymore. We had like 40 people. And then we, then I decided we have to build a building. So we actually have the first Merkaz <laughs> Dafiomi, the first building built. I think, I believe just for Dafiomi. it's a man cave for Torah. <laughs> we have this TV screens behind me, in front of me uh, you know, three amazing coffee machines and a, ch- a hot chocolate machine. And, you know, slurping machine, you know, just a man cave for Torah.
2: It's incredible.
1: Uh, right. So now about about the children that you're asking, it's incredible to see we have on a daily basis. So in the base marriage, we have about 80 to hundred people every morning during Sheer, and a very large part of those people are children. We have children 10 years old that are pushing their parents. They want to come to share. They want to come to share. They get they get in trouble with the with the schools, but they keep on coming. We have kids with ADD. The shear is very very good for ADD for some reason. The ADD kids are like this, the entire shear because they don't know when the next picture is coming, when the next joke is going. And I ask questions once in a while. I'll say only kids could answer, and it's amazing to see how much they retain. From like they they get this visualization of pi- whatever it is the picture. You no, know, I asked. I was asking these yeshiva guys, and this wasn't during sheer, just the other day I had some guests. Yeah, oh, what do you have to do? That you with Eon, this whole argument over Shabbos. So I look at the guy and say, Hey, Mashiach is going to come this week. You're going to look like I'm an Amaret. How many Kurbanas do you have to bring on Sukkot? Yeah. You, how much do you have to pay with from your pocket? Like one, well, the other guy says 26. So I said, Why don't we ask this kid that goes to Shir? Yeah, no way he knows. He's only. And the kid knew he said three carbonates and i said which ones and he started saying Sria, Shamin Chagiga, Shamin Simcha. the kid knew so it's amazing so to answer your question yes we have i have a kid that they want to ship him out of the country to this special school because he got kicked out of school 14 times this wow. this year and when they told i couldn't believe it there's a kid that sits still in a seat he never misses a day his eyes are wide open watching so kids appreciate this stuff and so do adults so
2: we're living in a time basically, that that frontal learning like here's a text we're learning we're old we stroke our beard we're boring it's monotonous that in other areas of life they're seeing engagement multimedia it's it's entertaining and you're bringing that into the teaching of Torah not at the expense of corrupting Torah but elevating Torah and and enhancing Torah which is which actually is a question I have which we'll we'll get back to but I want to ask you a different one first I I think two of the more I'm on the rabbi team I, I happen to be a rabbi I'm a rav, right. um, so I love rabbanim. I love my Shirim. I love rabbanim. I'm, I'm on the rabbi team, but but you, I, I think maybe I don't know the I don't know the data and the stats, but it would seem to me two of the more, if not most, popular dafyomi shirim in the world today are taught by balabatim. You and Shirley Bornstein, very learned right. balabatim, extraordinary balabatim, phenomenal teacher balabatim, but but people whose careers are not in chinuch rabbanas in clay kodesh what do you make of that what do you think that tells you that today two of the most popular dafiomis on the planet at a time in which Dafyomi is being taught we have three daily dafiomis in our shul alone there's dafiomi all over the place it's incredible baruch hashem it's a beautiful thing what do you make of the fact that two of the most if not the most popular dafiomis today are not taught by or but are taught by quote unquote balabatim
1: so it goes back to the same thing, you know, people ask me all the time, why don't you have a beard? How Reb Chaim Kalevsky says this, and this one says that. And it's about me being relatable. I want people to know I'm a boss. I'm a real estate guy, I shave like you guys, I'm just like everybody else. And I think that's one of the reasons people relate. Mm. A lot of people had a bad experience in Shiva with with a Rebbe, with a Rosh Shiva, and they, they associate the beard and the and and also the, the, the thing is like that guy is way up here you know he knows all of torah he knows i'll never be like that here's a guy i don't have a good memory i stumble i make mistakes like everybody else once in a while i make a really bad mistake during she'er, and it's okay you know what i mean i'm not i don't claim to be a learner or or, or a masmid or i'm a balabas and a balabas gives a she'er, and that they relate to that and it's very interesting i have rosh Hashivas that watch the she'er. We have Rosh Hashivas, we have, I have two two call guys that just took a test on a thousand da'ave gemar. They like it, it's it's entertaining, it's relaxing, and it goes, and then you have the guys that haven't opened up the safer, like you're mentioning, in ten years, and I literally, I, I kid you not, I get an email like that at least once a day. Because one of the things I do, I start every year with emails. You know, I read, I show pictures of the guys, just to get to get the chabura together. To, it's not just an online share, we're we're mishpacha, it's a chabura, I say, okay, here's the guy from Boca Raton, here's the guy from Miami, and here's the guy from here, and here's this picture learning with the sun, here's this picture learning in the delivery room, etc. But one thing I get, I'll show you pictures if you want. We're very big into learning on the plane, on so, but one thing I get every day, I haven't opened up a safer in 10 years. Yesterday, a guy came over to me, he says, you know, you changed my life, da da da, whole thing my dad made his first see him and he's 76 years old 76 years old yeah. yesterday so yeah I, I i that's one of the reasons it's it's like a, it's a combination of things like you said the multimedia today uh we're learning a sugya of tum and tahara i need to make it exciting it's a scary right. sugya so i i took i took a friend of mine i went to the mikvah, and i said oh, if we do it like this and we type it like that and how come it's okay and i'm going to show it tomorrow on the screen you know a little bit of multimedia use use the technology that's out there that i know people are fascinated they're the glue to the tv screens let's use a it Vatira. it's fantastic so you, you're famous for your visual aids
2: animals full-size mizbeach zrikas adam your incredible creativity goes into so I imagine part of your prep is not just the daf like the taich. What is the translation of the words and what's the raid? What are the, the insights to offer? But how can right. I make this come alive? So first of all, I'll come back to halavai. I'm sure they do, and and they deserve our our praise and acknowledgement. Our educators and teachers of our children should put in the same energy, creativity, effort, planning to bring in those aids right. and to engage them. What are your two or three favorite visuals you've ever used? What are the most outrageous? Ooh. What are the most outlandish? <laughs> what are one you most proud of that your favorite visuals that you ever brought into the daf
1: okay that's a good one i gotta think about it one that comes to mind i don't have it with me or any picture but i had a full-size mizbeach and i said that when i was doing the uh, demonstration i got up i said i want to show you how you smear the blood of an animal on the mizbeach i said i worked really hard and I got real blood real blood for this demonstration so I took blood and I smeared it on the Mizbeach and I said okay first he puts it on this corner then he puts it on the next corner and when I was done I said you know this is it's Osir to drink blood but for ratings maybe I would do it Get yes, extra ratings, but you can't do it if it's animal blood. So I want to show you where this blood came from. I go under my desk, and I pull out a salmon that's like two feet long, a massive salmon, and blood. <laughs> I is... mean, and I took a lick from the blood, and they were they were, they were, they, were, they, were, they, were, they went nuts. They couldn't believe it, it was disgusting. It was gross. I'm like you, you have to do this. Anything for ratings. And I said, yeah. you know, if I show you that the blood is from a fish, then it's mutter because I'm fish blood, and I'm telling you where it's from. And I said, okay, let me do it again and again. And then I told him, I said, it's fake blood. Don't worry about it. I showed him how I made the blood. But get them I brought a real fish. I'm holding this fish. It cost me two hundred dollars in Israel, and it's oozing blood. It was it was great. That was the one great one. This week, this week alone, I don't know if this is one of my better. I have a picture right in front of me. I brought a, a live size lion to the yes. shear. Just why? Because it was one of these sugias that was, it wasn't going anywhere. You know, there's no jokes. There's no story. It was like, but the, the Gemara mentioned lion is the king of the animals. So I had this lion draped. It cost us maybe $500 to get it to, to the shear. Uh, it's one of these prop places for movies. We got it. And I undraped it. And I, and I, I sat on it first I got on and sat on it and I said this is and I undraped it this is the king of all now I got emails how could you do that in a base measure it's terrible and then I get emails that was the best thing I've ever seen here's a picture <laughs> <laughs> where did you get these ideas from did, did, I don't you know just, you're looking it, at, it, at I, the, I think right I really here. think it's the it's like I don't know, like, I'm doing this so good, but nothing's coming. Like, what's going to be today? And then all of a sudden, Hashem throws an idea. Sometimes they're crazy, wacky ideas. Yesterday, yesterday, I, 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 was, so, I was excited about it, and it backfired. It, it ended up not the best. And maybe this is what the guy was talking about. The Gemara says the word Alexa. I'm like, wait a minute. Alexa, we got to do something with Alexa. So I read the word, I said alexa was nifter and this is literally how the the the, the art scroll um puts the Nakudas. it's r- literally called alexa so i go you know this is interesting and i stop him and i go alexa who gives the best dafiyomi shear in the world and it, and all of a sudden from the speakers of the base manager he goes this is alexa m-d-y is the best shear in the world and you know the guys are laughing and then i said again alexa who gives the best shit in the world she goes again the same thing and then she goes do i need to repeat myself like a parrot but she said a word that wasn't appropriate not a curse word but she said freak i don't want to say the whole word now so the editor bleeped it out but it almost sounds that he's bleeping out a curse word so i got uh, these emails you don't understand how people were how I, could I trust,
2: me, trust me i understand
1: <laughs> but I, I thought it was funny the guys were on the floor and and it just it, it wakes everybody up you know it's early in the morning 7 15 in the morning they get up oh it was a funny they don't even know why they said you know we had a great time in cheer it's because of this joke that thing and they and in between i stick in the learning we finish the daf and it's great so part of what you're attracting
2: people because they don't want to miss like what outrageous thing is ravelli going to do tomorrow i got to check it out i got to see what the visual <laughs> <gonna> be. <laughs> that's <laughs> part
1: of it well obviously it doesn't happen every day sometimes it's two days in a row sometimes not but yeah it's amazing that's and you're also, also
2: famous for your visuals right how who who prepares those visuals who imagines them how long does it take to put them together you have one there
1: you mean like the regulars like uh yeah. how you about this do a one video building oh i'll tell you I'll tell you data. about this one this one I learned from a gamara that has nikudos I said this story a bunch of times but I got to tell it to you the a guy in chicago came over to me and he goes I don't understand you you actually use a gomaro with nikudos I go, yeah, you know, my siddur has nekudos. Nobody ever said anything about that. My chumash has, my brura even has nekudos. So my gemara has. Yeah, but the yeshivas... And then he goes like this. He says, bishloma, if you're amaretz. I understand. But you're not amaritz." And I'm scratching my head. I'm thinking there's a way. Whoa, this guy needs nekudos because he doesn't even know how to say amaretz. He's such amaretz. He doesn't even know how to say amaretz. So from then on, I started calling it Amharits. And it goes, it goes with this, uh, you know, anytime I have a sugi of Amaritz, I do this Amaritz. And then check this out. If I can find, oh, a guy in New York sends me this. This is real. Hang on. I'm just signing up for this dafiomi right now. Hang hey, give me a second. <laughs> so Amaritz. it became a thing. Like, don't be Amaritz, do the daf, you know, something like that. It's really amazing. So who puts those I know, visuals? I, in, I just another like- thing, real quickly. I was in Los Angeles a few months ago with my wife we're sitting outside in, in this cafe and all of a sudden this this uh pickup truck starts honking its horn like looking and he's like like what uh, he's going crazy like he's showing me something fine i don't understand what, he gets out of the the pickup truck and he says you got to see my license plate and he literally he had a drill he pulled it off and he gives it to me as a gift here it is eight minute down, wow. eight minute down. yeah so that wow. was that was pretty cool so You're
2: the of, the the yeah. everything. Go ahead, Rabbi Brody. Yeah, I'm saying
1: you, 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 every minute of Torah is, is
0: important. So a six-minute daf or a three-minute daf review versus a 15-minute
1: daf. How do you settle on eight? Well, here's the thing. The main thing, my focus right now is 45-minute daf. Okay. In the 45-minute daf, that's when I do all the shtick and I get on the table and I this and on the line. The eight-minute daf, which, by the way, I haven't done in a few weeks. I got out of it. I have to get back into it. But the eight-minute daf, is I work on it really hard? I, I take the whole sogya. It's the bottom line of the sogya. It's not the shackle b'tari. It's not the back and forth. It's the bottom line. The halachas that come out to, that you have something to grasp, and that that only takes five to eight minutes. And that also comes. I, we edit it and we put my charts in the background, but you're not gonna have the jokes. You're not gonna have the stories, the hashkafa, and all that. Can I ask you a little bit of a personal question? You could you anything you better. want
2: so so you know I did a little research to get to know a little bit about your background you could share it with our our listeners and our audience because there's a lot to learn from that how you grew up the issues that you went to say uh, brisk mirror Chicago oh, living, yeah. yeah Panovich married living in Chicago catering business first of all milchik or Fleshiks?
1: weddings fleshiks.
2: Fleshiks. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem fleshyx yeah. what was your signature dish what was the best thing that you you
1: made the the stuffed kishka chicken Sticking with Kishkin side those people love that stuff that's good stuff that's good especially stuff. the women no I'm just kidding <laughs> just okay. you went from catering to to
2: real estate and I've heard you tell the story about the opportunity that came your way and the, the courage yeah. that, the guts it took to take that leap and to make it happen and Baruch that's Hashem right. today you're a successful real estate uh, entrepreneur so successful that you're really learning full-time so if you weren't, and again, I'm not going to be presumptuous in saying this, I think you've said it, but if you weren't independently wealthy, or if you didn't have this real estate successful income, would you have the courage to use these props and be somewhat irreverent and give the daff in this way? Meaning, is it easier to get all that hate email and dismiss it and not care about it because I'm independent? I'm doing this because I love it. I'm putting my own money and time into it. Do you think if you were paid to give the daf. If you were in Rabbanas or Chinuch or Kodesh and you're worried about your career in a Parnassah, it, you wouldn't be able to have the same courage or boldness
1: to teach in the way that you are. I never thought about it like that. I, I never thought of the money. I do. I know that I have a backing. You know, I have a lot of people behind me that are pushing and they're, they're, they're rooting for me and they, they, I, I could tell. I say, okay, this lion, they're probably going to like it. There's going to be some people on the fringe. There are a lot of very serious people. There's a lot of pe- different personalities. A lot of people don't like my jokes. Uh, I don't understand why they watch the sheer So they watch the sheer and then they complain. Well, well, this joke, the lion, I got, you know, one of the complaints. You're in the middle of a sugya of srafim v'chayos. The, and, and it was one of these sugyas that literally I don't understand anything about. It's all Kabbalah, everything. And that's why I had nothing to say about it. So right before we went to the highs and I, I said this is not what is up there this this lion is just a muscle the, the Gemara calls it a lion but this is not it let me show you what it's not this is it and, and then i gave a little bit of a a twist i explained why the lion like a, a psychology thing a little piece what, the lion is not the strongest animal in the jungle the elephant is way stronger than a, than a lion it could probably pop him in a second it's not the quickest animal So why is it the king of that? And I went on to explain it. It's in the head. He acts like a king. He thinks he is, you know, we have to come out. We have to. So to answer your question, I I don't. I never thought about it that way. I think about it more like, okay, I'm established. I have a following. And if that guy doesn't like it, but I was, I always had a chutzpah to me. And I, you have to use your, whatever kaikas you have or chesreinus. It might be chesar in this chutzpah and use it and channel in the right direction Right. it's a holy chutzpah i don't think i don't view money a lot of people tell me you know it's interesting this is the first time somebody used it like that but i get it all the time hey it's not fear you have all this money so of course you're learning all day so to that i tell them you know how many millionaires i know from chicago i lived in chicago you know for 15 years i was i was the poorest guy in the show there's multi gazillionaires there i don't see anybody none of them are learning but they have all this money so Money doesn't translate to, to learning. There's many people that don't have money at all, and they're learning, you know, crazy hours. And there's people that have a lot of money, they learn a word. One thing has nothing to do with the other. But yeah, I mean, I could. That's what people they right away started associating. You have this, so that's why you do this. But I don't. I think it's in here. It's more of a an attitude. Are there, attitude
0: are there other practice. things you enjoy learning besides Gemara? Like if you if you if you're not doing the daf, what
1: else would you be? studying what else would you be learning i mean i i love gemara i love gemara <laughs> i have others dharm. i do mishnayas i do you know Shnai Mikra. i used to uh, i love mr i you know went through it a few times i don't do it now but probably mr would be the answer maybe bring it up which i don't we would love a mission of brewish online maybe that's next i uh, yeah but i don't have time i don't, I don't have time, have time. there's so many people are asking give me a chumash here give me this year do the the art school has to do the nice year, you know, it, everything takes time. You want to, I want to deliver it. Well, I want to be good at it. I, I, I can't just give a Mishnaya share and not right. put my all into it. You can tell. Much time you know? Yeah. To prepare. I'm saying you have 45 minutes here. Are you, are you putting 45 minutes into
0: that or four hours into preparing that year?
1: It's literally all day long, all, all day. day long, wow. all day long. And I, I get up very early before sheer and i just go all day all day
2: yeah Rabbi Brody, he's not telling you that he, he learns until 1 a.m then he sleeps till 3. he gets up prepares gives the daf and he takes a nap in the afternoon and that his life has got all you know this stuff his it's life not hungry, but it's kishka okay. stuff kishka stuff chicken just say they're not it's they're straight. not saying
0: that about me or some of the other people <laughs>
2: <You're right. laughs> even if would. you divide that in half it <laughs> went from chicken with kishka which by the way i'm getting hungry for lunch sure. dinner and uh kishka stuff chicken to real estate to learning all day it's it's kishmak it's really unbelievable revelry the thing we haven't touched on yet which we'd love to talk about a little bit is your daf is more than just the sheer right so you're using all these um tools we'll call the tools and instruments to get people's attention to hook them and and the diversity of the people that you have is extraordinary russia yeshiva to beginners we've spoken about in our own community who are believers and who are hooked um but it's more than the Daf. You've really created a, a movement. I know there are these Stefansky groups, WhatsApp groups. They have watch parties, and they have local siyumim, and there are 10,000 people networked and connected. And you know, you're a brand. There's a brand of your Daf where even people doing Chesed and and helping and volunteering one another, and like I said, these watch parties and these relationships, and they pass each other Yeshiva week in Disney World. Ah, oh, Stefansky guy, Stefansky guy. Like you know, they, they, that's all they have in common. But now they're like brothers. So you created this whole movement beyond the Daf. If you could comment again, did you see that coming? Did you work on that? Did it happen on its own? But I'm more curious to know: is there a negative to that? An unintended consequence? How do you make it about the Daf? You know, in this age of influencers, you've become a Torah influencer. Does that ever go to your head? Do You have concern that it goes to your head. You have this Jewish celebrity status. Does it? Does it? How do you keep it about the Daf and the Torah? and not about promoting you and the covod. Did you see it coming? And how do you manage that part
1: of it? So I didn't, I hope I get all of them. I didn't see it coming, but I definitely worked on it. You know, I, I push it. I push the, the camaraderie. And one thing that I want to touch upon, which is almost something that you were talking about is we have something so unique. And that is that we have diversity. The actors and the sheer is just something you don't you don't see if you go on zoom because we do live zoom live youtube on zoom you'll see the united nations you have hasidim that barely speak english with the payus and everything next to the Mizrahi guy that's wearing his sandals and open toes or whatever the 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 child and the 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 zaken you know the 70 year old and 80 year old and it's just everything the Sephardim Ashkenazim Lubavitchers some of my best friends I'm Litvish. Some of my best friends are Chabad and Lubavitch, on, on, from the Sheer. People, the Chesed that goes on between the two, the biker the, Choylem between Lubavitch and Litvish, and Litvish and Lubavitch, and the the Nechum the, the velum It's literally, I, I believe that alone is bringing Mashiach. Just thousands yeah. of Yidim that are getting together and they feel comfortable with each other because they're gathering to learn Torah. They have a, a common cause, they're gathering to learn Torah. So yeah, I, I push that aspect, and we talk about it a lot. Talk about Chesed, talk about Sinas Chinam um, and Ahavas Chinam, and 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 all that. So yeah, what else did you ask me? Ask me about the Gaiva getting to my head. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm not the I'm not suggesting it does. No, 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 it, it seems it's, to me very a, humble. Very in fact, you know, there's there's a joke in the sheer, There's a whole debate: Am I a about Gaiva? Am I an Anav? And I, I feed them you know i let them go with it and i say Gaiva Leo. i said I, I saw in the safer i made up my own safer Gaiva Leo. <laughs> funny he's a no he's, he's such an honor that he says he's a guy but nobody's about guyver that he's, guy, he's about guy because he said he's honor. anyway let them debate it my my idea is that i'll come on a program like this i'll do you know meaningful people whatever it is i'll go i'll be on the the cover of a magazine what if i could get two more people to join this year then it's worth it i'll take the risk of being a balgaiva i'll take the risk of people say that i'm haughty and this and that i want more people to 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 learn tyra whatever it takes so sometimes i'll talk about myself i'll say hey i did this and we should i i I was on a plane and i learned from i didn't i never said this in sheer actually but i'll tell it to you I learned from, from the time I left Ramat Bet to the time I got to Chicago, I did Chazara on 60 daf. I said this once in private on a Zoom meeting that we had 40 people and because of that one time saying it, this guy, Mo Landy from Muncie, he finished the entire Messech des cotton traveling from Muncie to Israel. So if I was an inspiration to him, so yes, I spoke about myself and I, I learned 60 da. you know what? Somebody out there is going to say, you know, this Baal bus instead of watching, movies which i used to do the entire flight i opened up a gemara and i learned 60 daf. maybe i could do it also maybe not 60 maybe i'll do 20. or maybe i'll do one if i'm an inspiration for somebody else then it's worth it and i see that it's working people are relating they say hey he could do it why can't i do it there's a lot of haters out there and often they're jealous
2: they're insecure but you look look at what you're building and the torah that you're inspiring and i just told you 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 know what they
1: might have they might have merit to their every taina the line has merit. I, I agree, there's always, and it's a fine line. And a lot of people would say, you know, I'm not going to talk about myself. It's not important. They'll come by their on their own. But I want to give that extra push. You know, so I risk it. I'll take the risk. But I'm bringing somebody else to Tyra. There, there's a lot, you know,
2: I, we don't want to get distracted by this conversation. But I want to ask it specifically to you. There's a lot of being produced right now surrounding the DAF. Um, and people are in, employing all kinds of tools to be able to get people to talk about language of the daf, um, do you ever worry that you're crossing the line? Maybe you're using too many gimmicks or too cute or too irreverent. And and maybe, you know, where are the boundaries of what you should stay within in terms of the Masora and showing the sense of uh, Aima and, and Ressas for Torah versus that we need this excitement and this matzah and this joy and this geschmack in order to get people. Do you wonder where that line is? And again, I'll ask you a personal question. You don't have to answer. Who's your Rebbe? Who do you turn to? Who keeps you in line? Who do you go to that is the gut check? Because as the world is pushing behind you, 10,000 will become 11,000, become 25,000. Because something goes viral doesn't mean it has value. Because something has a wide appeal doesn't mean it's right. So in this case, obviously it is. Look at what you're doing and we believe in it. We wouldn't We wouldn't have you on if we didn't um but who who's your go-to is there a rebbe uh, or there rebbeim or the haverum who help keep you within the boundaries
1: so i think one answers the other actually so first of all i just i want to tell you where i come from my father is a very big learner huge masmid, wears towels and all day long and it's been like that since i was born so i i grew up in a house where my father didn't learn in Kollel. He he didn't have a job. He once he was once a Rebbe in Charyasha for a very short period, but he's always a huge masvid, I always saw him with the Gemara, learning, 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 big Yerushimay, and he's my go-to if I have a real question or whatever. He's he's very popular here in Eretz 12, People come to him for brachas, etc. So I think, and he knows Kolater Kuler. I saw Rebbeim Kanevsky stand up for my father. So I go to him if I have a big thing, but in general, this call that I learned, and I learned in the call for an hour, and my chavrusah knows And that's my, I'll give you an example, just from today. Because I was going to the mikvah, I said, you know, I have a great idea. In my mind, this was a great idea, and I've done this in the past, so I thought it was a great idea, and they, they chopped it down right away. I said, hey, how bad would it be if I go into the mikvah with my clothing, and I have a gemara, and I'm learning, and then a guy comes up, It'll be so funny. A guy in the mikvah learning. They said, "No, you're not doing it." Like, okay. If they they didn't give me the the stamp, I'm not gonna do it. But that's how my brain works. I, mean, I gotta I want to push the envelope, and they keep me in check. So I'll most of my stuff, most of my jokes or stories. I had a story. I don't want to even say it now. It's just a story about uh, Sari and and a guy got really upset. How can you talk like that? And I I I went through it with them, and I said, "Could I say this story?" They said, "Yeah, it's in the Sfarim. It's brought down in." in the staff member rob safer he asked the question he says the story sure but people got upset nevertheless so but anyway my point is almost everything that i do besides if it's like on the spot kind of thing i try to you know go over with them and say how do you think it's okay and most of the time you know they're open-minded even though they're color guys and everything they're open-minded and i trust i might trust my chavrusah i call him my rebbe he's younger than me much younger but he knows a lot more than me and he's much smarter and I trust them. It's so important to have um, people around you like that. What? Is
0: yeah, go ahead. I'm just wondering. You know, one of the one of the people that we always have to contend one. With, did you
2: I sign know. up yet?
1: I wrote it. I,
0: I have to push enter. I'm too, I'm too intrigued by this whole conversation. <laughs> but one of the, the the people in our lives that we always have to contend with, you know, certainly is our. Is, it's not just our rabbiim, and it's not just the community that, that we're trying to teach or inspire. Our it's spouses. Our our spouses. Uh, so, like many times, I hear this, and again, I. I, I do love my wife, and it's, 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 I've heard this many times where she'll say, "Why can't you just be a little bit more normal? Why can't you just do what everyone else is doing? Why do you have to try push?" You get that kind of pushback also internally, and you say, I don't know if I, you know, is it worth the fight? Is it worth the,
1: I, you know, because I'm I'm extreme, I'm really extreme, and my wife is a Sudeikis. She really is that she puts up with me because I'm not i re- I'm here. I built this room that I'm in. This is where I sit all day long." And it's indirect. You could see my wife could see me all day long because I did it purposely so that my children should be able to see me learning. I have I could go upstairs and, be, you know, it's a lot quieter, but I want them to see me. But we don't have much contact. She could see me, but this is where I am. And I go to sleep late. I get up early, that sort of thing. So she's sacrificing a tremendous amount. And yes, I do have pushback, but I, I have a vision and I have a dream and I know what I'm doing is important. And I have to be considerate to her at the same time. I have to be firm for what I'm doing, you know, and it's a balance. You know, I see a lot of people, I can't do that. My wife doesn't let this, that I get it. But at the same time, you know, she'll come around and my wife is, my wife is proud. My wife is behind me hundred percent. Does she appreciate? I used to take her out every week and we used to go on vacations all the time. You know, I'm a big snowboarder. I used to go snowboarding three, four times a season. I haven't gone in three, four years and, and to take her out to a restaurant. I think we went once this entire year once, and it's a tremendous sacrifice for her. I get it, but she sees what it's doing to me. And, uh, and that, and I tell people the guys, I want to talk about this for a second, if you don't mind, because it leads into this, the DAF is not about learning Tyra. I learned this now as, as we're going along, the DAF transforms people's lives, 100% literally transforms lives how do i know because i get hundreds and hundreds, i could show you every email i read i print i have stacks thousands it's changed my life it, it becomes so like uh everybody everybody's saying the same thing every day it's changed my life no i promise you rebbe it changed yeah i know it changes lives why because Torah does that and i i bring out the hashkafa in, in the da. i show where it's relevant to us on a day-to-day basis, you know. Hava Hashem, a Hashem. Anytime there's a Rashi that hints to something about Torah, about Chesed, about a Hashem, I bring it out and I say a story about this gadol, that thing, and it changes lives. Literally, people are davening better, and going back to your point, the relationship with their wives is much better. Everything I, I point out the the respect you need to have to, 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 to women, to, to your wife. I, to your <laughs> Sorry, I'm Brody trying to sign up, up here. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what yeah. you're watching there
3: rabbi by
1: the way here you, you played the good morning rabbi side. What's interesting is people are playing that in their homes and children are saying, I repeat I just played a video as one, you know, instead of watching, uh, reading an email, I, I played a video. Somebody sent me this is two daughters, like six years old. They're saying good morning. Good morning, Ah, And then he catches them fighting over. Is it, ah, or is it E? No, it's not. Ah, it's, it was so <laughs> funny. It's But my point is kids are growing up with Kyra. It's a whole different thing. Watching your father, watch Netflix or watching your father do the daf, going on vacation. And the guy is schlepping, the first thing he passed in his suitcase is his arch royal gemara versus, you know, what it was a year ago. He didn't know, he didn't care. And now they see, before we go on a trip, daddy's going to open up the gemara, do this for 40 minutes, then we're going to go. And it changes everything. The wife has more respect. The children have more respect. They grow up differently. I'm telling you, the daf literally changes lives. It's, a, it's an important conversation because you read a letter
2: recently from a man who said that his wife challenged him i think you love the Daf more than you love me and i'm sure you're aware that led to a whole conversation online offline about what happens when you're on different religious trajectories and, and what happens when a person seems more in love with their their torah and their mitzvahs than they are with their spouse and like you said it's supposed to make you a better husband a better father a better friend and so on and not the opposite it led to an right. important conversation do you have so are you surprised to hear some people watching you do you have any feedback are there women watching your daf how do you feel about that have you are there non-jews watching your daf that have found it and are entertained by it do you, do you get feedback about people that you wouldn't expect who are in the greater audience
1: yeah yeah there's Everything you mentioned, we have a lot of non-Jews that watch. There's a lot of people in the process of converting that are watching. You know, they have the black cat and everything, but they're, they're not Jewish yet. Um, we have, I, I just read an email from a guy that was in jail, and he's Jewish, and he has tattoos all the way down his face, and he, he sent us a picture. I showed the picture. You know, he's on Zoom every single day he's very serious he has violent pictures behind him but he has the tattoos that he had he got in prison and you know transformed his life the whole thing we have women but i don't a lot of women i don't go that route because i don't want to talk about something that's going to stir the path and i'm going to get emails and why do you have to bring it up so a long time ago a woman asked me is it okay if i watch this year i said it's online you can do whatever you want i i addressed it to the to the crowd i said i'm not passing halachas now we're we're an online uh, shir. What people do with the shir and how they do it—that's your business. I'm here, and then you know, once in a while, we we reach a gemara like like that that talks about teaching your uh, your daughter Torah. I bring the Rambam and says it's it's mutter, and this one says this, and I, you know, I go into it and and we move on that sort of thing. Surprising to me were the rishishevis that watch the shir. This is Rosh Hashivah, this is a Rashiv from Lakewood that watches every day, and he asked me, of course, not to mention his name. You have Rabbi Kalish from Waterbury who doesn't mind that I mention his name two days ago somebody told me about his Rosh it's funny a guy Mendy Auerbach is uh, is, you know it's here I'll show you a picture of what he looks like you know a real yeshiva guy Um, this one right over here so he he tells me that a guy walks over to him in Shul the other day this real serious guy oh I just showed you a picture that I want to talk about but okay anyway this is me uh, demonstrating Kriya and Nishtachava. I literally got on the table and laid flat on the table to show them what they did, Kairim and Nishtachavim, how you, you know, prostate, or whatever it's called in English. Anyway, uh, he's in Shul, and a guy a guy comes over and he says, ha, huh, Mark Ashkenazi is in from America. Don't say anything. Says, you watch the sheer, You don't have internet. Don't tell anything. Yeah, every day, yeah. Okay. So yeah it when i hear that a shiva watches it i get all excited it's it's cool you know um but yeah it goes from the shiva to the to the non-jew and literally so in india we get from korea you know all these interesting emails yeah as public a person as you are first of all thank you for your time we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up we could
2: talk to you for hours on end as public as a person as you've become and there's still we'd love to continue this conversation there's so much to learn about your transformation from this private caterer to a re- breakout, real estate, successful, whatever you want to call it, the uh, give culture person to a, uh, you know, to, to the biggest maggot share in the world. You probably have the largest share going in the world daily today, which is really extraordinary. So with all that, the world has come to learn and know about you. What's something about you? People don't know. Snowboarding. I didn't know you like snowboarding. <sighs> what's something about you that people don't know?
1: I think everybody knows. I'm a pilot. I used to own a plane um they they know i'm crazy they might not know i'm very very sensitive i'm i i feel for other people maybe that part i really when when i get an email about uh somebody that that's sick or I, I literally cry so don't send me these hate mails I, it, it hurts me i'm a sensitive guy i think that's part of it also like because i'm sensitive i come i have this tough exterior but i they see me crying I, i'm not embarrassed to cry and i cried many times during shear i mean especially in the, in the you know when i read the email about something uh you know uh just recently i the famous i spoke about my son and we were learning tainas i don't know how much time we have left i'll just say it real quickly um i spoke about my son who mastered mesechtas tainas and it was the first day of mesechtas tainas and it hit me i said wait a minute this is my son Akiva's Masechta. so i went and I looked for his notes and i had pictures of him all the notes he wrote in the masakta and i said you know my son even though today he doesn't wear tefillin but he always has his masakta tinus with him it's true he slept with to california and i burst out crying i'm about to cry now um so i don't want to cry I, you know, so I I got such feedback and people were, you know, we're going to dive in and this, but I don't have a problem crying in public like that. If it's, if it's going to, you know, be my song. but yeah, the, the sensitive part, I think they might know that what else don't they know about me? Mm. Oh, I used to dunk. I was very proud of that. Wow. Um, I'm not a very good basketball player because I I grew up in Israel. I had three years that I did in Israel in that kind of room, but I was a flake back in the day. What else? I don't know. That's that's impressive. How much coffee do you drink? Oh, I just discovered coffee is my lifesaver. I just discovered it now in my forties. I didn't know about it. Like I was, I'm very, I don't want to take any medicine, any Tylenol. I don't want any coffee in my body, but coffee. Once I discovered it, it it added hours to my day. So it's two cups, two cups a day. What gives you the energy? Do you exercise? Do you work out? Nope. Unfortunately, I don't even play ball anymore. I just stopped playing ball. I used to play basketball every every week here in Remapit And because of COVID, I stopped. And then I think I need a new hip. And then I think I just oh, went wow. to the doctor, unfortunately. Right. I had knee surgery from basketball. I had all the good stuff. And now I gotta start working out. Yeah. The dunking days are gotta over. gotta find time. Find time. Unbelievable. You're, you're, you're nice. spending your time
2: doing incredible things, right? Brody, you have a lot, last question? Yeah, yeah,
0: just one last point here. Right, Brody, you're so quiet. That, you're, for
2: you're anyone that's... You, <laughs> Mr. Stefanski, you get your hate mail. I get the hate mail that says, "How come you don't ever let Brody speak? How can you let yeah, exactly?" Him? I don't know what he's gonna ask. So if I knew you what he I'd let him speak more.
0: Right. See, I would be good on that eight minute
1: DAF or the forty five minute. You just don't know what's gonna happen next. Let, let me ask questions question. Yeah, you gotta I'm do it. Lo- Look, I I don't want to mention the uh, competition, but Naki Gordon from Meaningful People, the entire interview. I'm like bugging. It. So are you gonna do the DAF? Are you gonna do the DAF? I don't wanna. And and he's been doing the dot for like a half a year now. no Shit. he didn't commit. That's the, the question. Year. I'm on
0: the I'm on the website. How do you sign up? Because it says I went to the free Gemara, but then it says, Are you
1: currently learning? Or do you plan? Oh, on- I'm gonna they're gonna kill me. I didn't say this. Yeah. Join dafyomi.com. You get a free Gemara Join dafyomi.com. I hope I'm allowed to stick that in. It's no, very, of course, very important. We
2: have you. Hold on. We're gonna even edit here. No, but I'm saying, yeah. but
1: which the
0: which, I went to Mer- where am i am i in the right place america america's daffyomi yeah america's
1: daffyomi is mdy that's our okay. that's, that's our name now america's daffyomi slash eight minute daff so which one do i go to watch live on zoom subscribe to full
0: dafiomi. join the eight minute whatsapp subscribe to the eight minute Daf. how do i get
1: everything how do i how do i sign up for this i don't know i'm new to this <laughs> go to join oh beautiful join daffyomi.com and over there, you sign up. They're going to send you, you get a brand new Gemara here. You've, if you want it in Hebrew, it's in Hebrew. You want a sifta? Check this out. You're not going to believe this. The front page, it's, it's part of the art scroll. It's printed with our names, with our, the donors, a picture of the America's dafiomi in here. It's just That's incredible. Nice. You get one of these for free. Here in Eretz Israel. this is like a $50 value. I don't know what it costs in America. And uh, you go to YouTube. I'm on YouTube. I'm on all daf. Um uh torah anytime call all shown you could get the whatsapp over three thousand people get whatsapp every day the sheer just goes right into their phone wow. just click you okay. watch it later it's amazing youtube well, is probably the easiest torah anytime yeah. all Daf. so you have to sign up or you don't have to you can just watch it on youtube no you don't have to no. sign up but okay. if you sign up you get a free gemara got it uh, okay don't got sign it. up we'll save a gemara it's much better exactly. I'm Listen, is yeah. a, rabbi, rabbi stefanski is a good chance to plug we're finishing um seder moed you're going to start you soon that's right Did... i, I should have said it all the way in the beginning huh how do you how yeah, do you feel we're... about Yvomus? you you can i want to tell you something this, this is incredible this, this is not even a plug over a hundred people are flying in from out of the country towards Israel to join us for our cm uh march 12th it's incredible i it, it's i'm overwhelmed with emotion thinking about it the amount of people that want to come and be part of this amazing siyum. Where it's a it's a big accomplishment. We're finishing seder Mayad We're starting a brand new. Oh, I got to show you this. This I, I I didn't have a chance. I I wish this thing would be two hours long. We're doing something yivamis that's never been done. I hope. We got cartoon characters. This is a real guy. This is Yossi Klein, a guy who's dedicated and spent over two hundred thousand dollars. And he's not a millionaire. He's a plumber. And we made characters out of these people. And we, I have something called the Bald Men Brothers. The are four guys from our share that are completely bald. Here's one of them, Doctor Factor. And these are, and we're gonna have animation. And I'm gonna use these as the the guy, the Yavam, the Yavama. Now I want to show you. I don't, I'm not gonna show you the whole thing, but we have <laughs> women that are unbelievable. Sneers, but they're gonna make you laugh. One of our women, by the way, is like one of those Shaw ladies. She's completely dressed in blue, just her eyes peeking out like that. And she's wearing pink Crocs. It's am- amazing. <laughs> this one, I'll show you. She's uh, your Xiaomi ladies. I don't know if you remember being in there at You know how they have the phone stuck in their tichel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here, this is what she's going to look like. She has two phones. <laughs> she has a kosher phone and a non-kosher phone. That's great. Uh, you know, so... We're going to play around with it a little bit and we're going to have a lot of fun in yabamas you amazing you're all geared up you're all ready how far in
2: advance are you prepared
1: zero every day Dude, for the next day it's crazy I, I'm, I'm not normal i do i should be i, I was schmoozing with really born saying he's like you got it i used to be there you got to get out of this you know and he's right it, it's it's something in the head i could only do one daf at a time i can never be a couple weeks ago i was two daf ahead and, and i fell behind right away it's like i have a mind block i do tomorrow's daf. right now i'm working on tomorrow morning that's it that's all that exists that's That's all that exists in the world i I wish it was different but yeah. know
2: you're revolutionizing the world who who knew that daf could still yet be revolutionized like who knew there was still more to add to the daf but it's a it's a whole movement it's beautiful and i want to personally thank you for the people who i know who you've inspired the people in our kehill in our community who thought that they never had an entrance into Gemara. They thought they were done. And, and you've invited them in. And, and you've invited them to be part of your community. And we're going to have
1: Rabbi Brody very, very soon. Rabbi, Rabbi Brody.
2: Soon
0: right I'll, yeah. I'll read, I'll read Let me ask you a question. This is an important question. Yeah. Would you recommend that someone start from Brachas
1: if they're just jumping in and just do it, do it on their own? Or no, 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 no. Head, just pick this is right. what I recommend. Great yeah. question. You start today. And this is one of the things I, I, we, I talk about. One of the reasons why we have a very high retention rate is because of this brilliant idea. And that is, you start right now when you have inspiration. We're holding Chagiga, Daf, Chof. That's today. You start right there. In middle of it, it doesn't matter if it's the middle of a so you just start. Right. That's A. B, when you learn the Daf, what happens is you miss a day. Every time. Without fail, you're going to miss a day. You're going to miss two days, three days. And people try to make it up on Shabbos and go through the whole thing. So the idea is you never make it up. You always do that day's Daf. And whatever you miss you miss you write down nicely in a, on a, somewhere in the front of the gemara that you have to make up these dots you'll eventually make them up but if you try to make stuff up that's how the eights of gets you every time it says make it up but you, it's impossible to make up three dots in one day four dots so it starts growing and growing yeah i'm 10 daff out forget it i'm done so to answer your question do not start in brachas i've had people actually a kid just wrote to me a 14 year old kid I'm doing Chagik with you every single day but i want to make a seam on seder might so i'm also doing the shabbos as we speak that's okay if you want to take on added learning that's good by the way it's not 45 minutes you go on youtube you put it on one and a half speed good to go so it's 35 minutes you know what i mean it's unbelievable unbelievable i mean brody start today trust me start today we're going
2: to be checking back with you and we're going to uh and we're going to see yeah. i'll tell you you I'm know gonna, what I'm i tell looking people forward.
1: Hey, you're going to be calling me and you say hey could we didn't know what we we're doing when we interviewed you you changed my life ellie i'm doing the daf now since Daf you told me that that's what's the next email from you so i hope so i've I've tried i've tried the daf twice already i tried it this last yeah, broadcast through three you want me to show you email that says those okay. words those yeah. words i read today i tried it out five times you're the only time right. like try it because it's entertaining yeah. and it's fun it's different than the daf you tried you went to that was uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. some of them are great and they work for some people they don't work for a lot of people and that's why people want to have fun They give it want to be entertained and it's tyra it's the same tyra we're learning the same thing and even on a better level on, on a more shot is it's real it's good shot it's 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 there plus it's fun so what's wrong so I show a positive every positive I read almost I show it and I show what's highlighted this word you see compared to this word it's boring it's just words but it brings the positive out to real life you know what I mean it makes all the difference. This
2: is the best time to start. I always tell people I've, I'm in my second cycle of daf learning. I have a chavrus I learn every day, and for me, it's a little bit different as as a rav. I'm, I give a lot of shiurim a week. I'm learning something I don't teach, so it's my own personal limit, and it's and it works out wonderfully. Um, but I tell people who start in the middle, you have the upper hand. You know, the people who start at the beginning of brachos, it's exciting to be part of a worldwide simchas, but it's like okay. the whole world's making a simchas. Like it's it comes, it's gone. And, you know, it's not a big deal when you start in the middle. You're gonna send an invitation three weeks before. You're gonna say, "Please come to my exactly. simchas." And everybody's go, "Wow, i Unbelievable!" my yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. I'm just, please come. I'm making a simchas. Then you're the only guy in town. It's like super exciting. It's an unbelievable right. Shah So now's the time to start.
1: I started my share This year that I'm giving now, the Zara Daf ches Interesting. Wow. Zara Daf Chofches is in the middle of nowhere. There's no mishnah. There's no two dots. It's in the middle of nowhere. And that's the point because Dapiomi, every day, sometimes I, I stop saying it, but sometimes we start a new mission. I go, There's a brand new Mesekta because it's a, just a whole new topic. Who cares? What happened happened? Brachas happened. Your shas starts by you go around the circle when you get to your test, you made a scene of shas. That's it, it's unbelievable. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing in MetLife Stadium, it matters what you're doing right it's too late you can't start from brachas right now that's two years ago you you want to make up two years in a month what do you want to do start today one day at a time unbelievable
2: Rabbi Brody you're going to start the Rabbi Stefanski WhatsApp group you're going to do the watch party in Boca you're going to do the CM yeah. party in Boca yeah give me the list of the that's other crazy. guys that are doing it see yeah. it's going to happen I'm
1: telling you yeah. guys fly a guy flies to Los Angeles they never met each other this guy picks him up from the airport we're brothers we're MDY guys we're from the same mishpacha. what are you talking about
2: amazing <laughs> that's it's amazing revel you're doing great stuff together, together get together i love it thank you for all the time why don't it's you guys come fun. fly
1: in fly in for the seeum, march 12th you'll love it you'll see something you never saw before in your life How have I? you'll be inspired people will be crying about oh life-changing my, my 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 sean bais is better my this is better everything try it
2: march 12th is my wife's birthday so if i fly in my show brings her I'll, in it will be a great better gift. <laughs> Yeah, well you're amazing. You're not, you're not you're not you're not leaving
0: her, you're doing it for her. Oh that's sh- right, that's right. Rosham, no, but you bring her, it's it's for women also.
1: Amazing.
2: Thank you for your time. We'll let you get back to your learning. You're preparing. Thank you. Thanks
1: for having me. Really, really appreciate exciting.
2: it. And wow. uh we know you're gonna give behind the beam a shout out in the absolutely the absolutely Rabbi brody. Rabbi brody, when you listen to tomorrow, I want to make sure you hear the major shout out for behind the beam.
0: Well that'll, oh. be my, that'll, that'll be my second off already. So that's I'll how we'll
2: know. We'll know if Brody listened. If Brody comes back and that's says right, he that's, he did that's it. right.
1: What time is it live? It's broadcast live also. 7 15 a.m. Israel time. So what time is that here? That's like three? I don't know where you I don't know what time He's it is right time. now in Florida. I have to find out. Okay. We'll figure it out. 7 15. Ask Alexa. when 7 15? <laughs> A.M. in Israel. Alexey, where's the best Daphyomi at 7:15? <laughs> You're not gonna get. It. People are at. People sent me. Oh, my kids are trying to get that answer. They're not getting it because one of the tech guys, he sat up at night. I called him up at 12 A.M. 12:10. I said, "This is what I want to do. Could you please make this happen?" He said, "Well, I have to get." The... He sat and he made it happen. Unfortunately, that 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 word slipped in there. I wasn't happy about that, but the, the idea was cool. Idea was a good idea.
2: Keep the great ideas going. Thank you for your time. Continue teaching Thank Torah. You. It was really, really great to be together. Thank you for letting us go behind the bema. Thank you, Rabbi Brody. Talk to us, Rabbi okay. Brody. Okay.
0: okay, so first of all, I'm I'm like way deep right now in this next uh, Masechta, second day, and I'm I'm loving it. Truma him
2: Unbelievable. You're on your way. That's right. it. On I'm way. on my way.
0: I'm signed. Listen, and I can't think of a better way to begin Adar, right? Adar Shani. What better way of enjoying the Simcha of a, of a new month than, than uh, the Dosh? Should,
2: uh, should we be marking our calendars seven and a half years from now? Rabbi Josh Brody, That's it. I'm
0: telling you, I'm just taking one
2: day at a time. I want a and- calendar invite
0: you're 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 invited but already i'm invited i'm on like 15 different whatsapp groups now with this with this program
2: (laughs) unbelievable i got invited got a bunch of emails in the middle of the interview saying i'm you know i'm part of the movement i listen he's amazing he's changed my life got an incredible text from a dear friend of behind the bima with a picture of behind the bima and his gemara said took it off the shelf i'm gonna give it a shot i'm inspired i'm going for it Incredible.
0: He did say any swag that we have. He was talking about anyone's stuff. He says, send yeah. it over. He gets meister on everything. So It's unbelievable. Yeah, the whole One thing major,
2: uh, my dear friend, Shraga Goldener, good friend, Shraga, Elliot and Miriam Levy and family, Anonymous gift, Laurie Barnea, Marilyn Norman Palagon, Anonymous, Sheila and Ellie Zimmerman, Shriers, the great Shrier family. The Shriers have always been the heroes behind the Bima of the global campaign. The Shryers have made their presence felt. Sharon and Michael Glass, Lay and Sam Levy, Khaliv and Atara Minsky. Very generous oh, donation. I
0: know
2: okay. We love you, really? Abba. Appreciate everything you do. So sweet. Way to is go. That from your, is,
0: that your, is that your credit card? That's,
2: that- <laughs> that's a good question. I'm going to have to go <laughs> on the back end of the campaign and see which credit card they use. Just good point. It David Posey, Daniel Hedy Bloom, we already acknowledge. Thank you to all those who are supporting the campaign. Huge thank you to Ellie Stefanski. Great conversation. Really inspiring. The follow we're, we're praying. We're, we're donating and we're praying Tikva Odessa the orphans, right. the community of Odessa. So grateful. Um, Rabbi Brody, Gilly's Sh- goodies, deliver a gift it's that you sent me at your son. I, I,
0: once, I was, I was in Israel and I needed a ride. I needed a ride to get somewhere. And I don't even know how it, this even came up, but
2: he picked me up. David picked me up. This guy's like the biggest man. She showed me how hold on, do this just them. in, hold on, hold on. This just yeah, in for- the Brody. See, will take place August 1st, 2029. The 20th of Av 5789. Somebody already can you ask your your guy how old I will be at that point? How old old you'll be? You should be able to do that math. Seven and a half years, buddy. Your CM will be you'll finish with Chagiga 19, August 1st, 2029, 20th of Av 5789. Our original fact checker is telling us. We also have everybody telling us Rabbi Stefanski is live on YouTube 12 15 AM Eastern time. If you want to hear him live and you stay up late at night. Or when you is wake up, Zoom year. link.
0: How do I get the Zoom link? I'm watching him on YouTube now.
2: You want to join at Zoom? Li- you haven't been awake at 12:15 a.m. in the last ten years. <laughs> I text <laughs> you at eight o'clock at night. You're already sleeping. This is the maybe, latest you've been up. Maybe tonight we'll probably get there. Right? This two hour behind the beam is the latest you've been up in ten years. <laughs> I don't know, Rabbi Brody. said, so Gilly's goodies. Everybody send a gift to a soldier. I love Gilly's send goodies. A gift to your loved ones. Here, let's close out with this question. This Friday, big game, NCAA tournament, Division yeah. three. Big birth, yeshiva university. They're playing your alma mater, John Hopkins. That's right. It's Who a no brainer.
0: I'm all in on Johns Hopkins.
2: How could it? Is Is it Johns Hopkins or John Hopkins? I'm obviously a YU guy. <laughs> it's Johns Hopkins. Johns it's Hopkins. weird.
0: It's like, wait, why is it Johns Hopkins? It should be John Hopkins? Hopkins. Yeah, it's a strange yeah. name. Yeah. Johns There's- Hopkins. Yeah. So
2: so you're all in first of all. Do I'm you know going them? for yeah,
0: I'm going for a hopkins, my alma mater. I'm gonna put on my sweatshirt, my hopkins sweatshirt. Do you know what
2: sport they'll be playing?
0: No, I don't even know who they, you said they're playing against. Why <laughs> what do you mean the max? Oh, it's why you the oh, the YU why max you kidding? This is a crazy team. Oh, that's a, now I got a little
2: bit of a, I think the first Jewish alley oop in history. Are, the are, there the
0: are there any Jews? Are there any Jews on the
2: game? They won the championship They got the McBurth like in the NCA tournament, and there was an alley oop, it was an alley dunk, two Jews. That doesn't happen. Uh-huh. Now it's like a championship the game, division. or it's
0: just a regular season no, game? No, now
2: you're in the tournament, the big dance. So, depending how you do each round, you know, you go up
0: and then you. How uh, many rounds are we away from winning this tournament?
2: Uh, the truth is, I've exhausted everything I know so far. Now you're making okay. me look bad. NCAA <laughs> tournament, big dance. But it's Johns Hopkins. His first yeah. name was an old family last name. Name for the great grandmother, Margaret Johns, the daughter of Richard Johns. Johns Hopkins. Is the first name is based on the old family last name? So I now know more about your alma mater. It's way too late.
0: I don't even I don't even know what that is. It's way but too let, late. Let me let me ask you a question: Is are there any Jews on the Johns Hopkins team? Uh that's a good question. I don't because know. then I, I don't feel so bad rooting for them.
2: My yeah. my buddy in Monty David Samit says there are 64 teams that make the tournament. Division three, yeah. I guess, operates the same way as division one, division two, and sixty-four teams, they're brackets, you pick your team. Okay. This is actually is. an old West Wing joke. An old West Wing episode, everyone's picking their brackets, their their picks, and someone makes a joke about having Yeshiva University in, in whatever bracket. And it was like hilarious because whoever heard of YU, why in the West Wing were they talking about YU's basketball team? But right. now that joke is real. It's, it's for real. Nice. They're in the tournament. By the way,
0: I was just at the, the Atlanta Scholars Colel, and they have these brackets. They have these big boards up in their, up in their shul in, in Beth Jacob there. It's called Mishnah Madness. And what they do wow. is they put, they put two guys against each other, and two guys are vying who can learn more. And then the, whoever won, like you learned more Mishnah than the, the next guy, you move up. So by the time wow. you get into the final two, it's like out of control. <laughs> These yeah. guys are just, how it's much great. can you learn in 24 hours?
2: Right. Well, big yeah. shout out. I, you may be rooting, but I'm rooting for our former guests. I'm behind the beam. I texted him after the big championship win. Coach Steinmetz, Ryan Terrell. Um, you know, we had a whole discussion what's a Kiddush Hashem versus Jewish Pride? We That's concluded, correct. especially Ryan Terrell, plays with his Yamaka. It's a mench, talks about Hashem. Davins on the game. At least Steinmetz understands the context and, and doesn't see it more than just a sport. Um, while he's teaching Midos. Oh, you know, I saw it after he pointed it out behind the Bima, you you could see it. it's unusual. But if a player falls down, the YU team picks up a player on the other side. In the NBA, you know what they do? They step over the player. Right. <laughs> There's actually like famous right. footage of like stepping over the player That's on the other team. Nice. The YU guys, Midos, Terah Herz, Kudmelitora. So um, we're rooting for the YU Max all the way. Um, although last time, <laughs> right after you they on behind the BIMA, well. we broke their fifty-game winning streak. And actually, on Twitter, we were accused of the being the Ainhara.
0: Right. So we're not right. going
2: to say anything. We're not. We're not even saying who we wish for, what we want for them. We are not weighing in whatsoever, or weighing in is learning Torah. At least a And fair you part. know what?
0: That's another reason to support behind the BIMA and support the global campaign. Because oh, nice. How many people right now do you think? have probably said to themselves, you know what? I'll give this thing a shot. Yeah. And I never would have heard about it. I didn't know about it. I wouldn't have heard about it unless it was from from, from behind the beam on the global campaign. So I got,
2: Also, big thank you to Shlomo Fried, my friend Shlomo Fried out in Denver, big supporter of the global campaign, BRS, everything that we do. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's amazing. I got emails from people who are, like again, in love with his DAF, emails from people doing the DAF. I got emails from men and women doing the DAF with him who are loving it. And and that text you got to see this picture, I I've yeah. posted it already. But you got to see this picture. You got behind the Bima on the big screen, and then on the desk is the Gemara. And he says, you know, I got these delivered a year ago. They've been on a shelf, but I think I'm, I'm motivated. I'm inspired. I'm going to give That's it a right shot. I'm it. I'm starting.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love how he has his logo on those art scroll Gamaras. It just shows it's a real force to be reckoned with. Like they don't put their logos on 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 just any, you know, any any program. So it's a, he's built something special. I love it. I don't know if I'm frozen or you're frozen, but um not sure if I should just keep talking. Hmm. Don't know. Support the global campaign. Is that me? Let me check. Hmm. Who's frozen?
3: Who is frozen? I don't know. Hmm. I guess it's me.
0: Okay, I'm going to keep spoken. Uh, Okay, so, okay. (laughs) Welcome to uh, Behind the Beam. I'm Josh Brody. I'm your host. And I'm here actually tonight, let me get on one block here, just to tell you to support the global campaign. You know, it's actually nice not having Robert Goldberg here for just a few moments because maybe I I don't want to say it in front of him, but He's pretty good. He's actually very good. I think everyone here knows, you know, he's um, he's really one of a kind. And the fact that he not only goes out of his way for our Jewish community locally, right here in Boca Raton, and every one of us are Zohan, so excited to be able to have that opportunity to speak to him, interact with him on a regular basis because he's local and he's here. What a privilege. What an incredible opportunity that is. But now, all of you, every single one. <laughs>
2: I got knocked off the internet, but I'm back.
0: I didn't I'm know back. Who, I want you to uh, – I would like to introduce uh, my special guest tonight, Rabbi. <laughs> <Apple. Welcome laughs> I to got the knocked United off. TV. I
2: don't know what happened to the internet. I don't know. it's a shul program at 11 p.m. The internet goes off. I had to actually – this is evidence. This is a live program. I had to use a hotspot from my phone to come back with you. I got to
0: thank Benny Michelle with that because he said, you're frozen. I should keep going. I didn't know which one of us was frozen. So
2: I didn't know when I came back, whether you'd still be there. I'm happy. You kept going. That was, awesome. I
0: keep you going.
2: that was awesome.
0: I said, we might've said some nice things.
2: Yeah. Did you? All right. Well, anyway, the global campaign. If you enjoy
1: night,
2: like tonight, at least a fanski, Rafael Criscol, Ukraine. Where are you going to get all this? We get, Whoa, big donation. What just Thank you in? for yeah. helping somebody grow in their Avoda, $750 anonymous. Huge, yeah, huge. That's what happens we when hit you 20, go off, You know what? We maybe officially, go again for
0: another minute. Let me take this. show. We officially
2: hit 25% of our goal. We are a quarter of the way there, but we need your help to get all the way there. So if you enjoy, if you read, listen, watch, laugh, learn, inspired, yeah. cry, if you enjoy, can you what, can you be slash global. Do it. Do it right now.
0: I want to tell you what Ellie Stefanski like like really made me think tonight, and I'm sure he made all of us think. Like, what are we doing that we could be doing a lot better? Mm. You know, I'm thinking that on Friday Night Live. Okay, how do you take it to the next level? You know, okay, so there's a bunch of people sitting around, and we we have a great thing. He had four people, five people, and now look where he is. You know, yeah. you, you do your class on on on, on, a, on a, you know whatever you know weekday morning. Okay, it's great. It's a few hundred people, but maybe there's something okay maybe next year it could be ten thousand people not to take that's away take to it. to do the DoF. it's not about doing the people
2: by the way funny. i already got a text people think that i just faked that i got knocked off the internet so people will give to the Go campaign to pay for our <laughs> wi-fi i, I wait like, i wish i was smart enough to think of that
3: i know i maybe wish
2: there's no plan i wish i was smart enough to think of that oh you know what let's make it let be hilarious we'll make it right. like i got knocked off and then, right. and then uh, no way i wish i wish we we're smart enough not smart enough for that but uh, please give to the global campaign. We need everybody's help. Difference that you make to help us get our Torah out there. Uh, org slash global. Well, we got to delete some stuff right now. I don't know what that's about. Um, but oh, anyway, so tell us. A
0: big shout out to uh, Gary Boy. Boy Gary, I'm sorry. I found out who it was. So I just want to give a big hey now. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to wrap it up. This was the short edition. Next week, as part of the global campaign, we got the long show. Let yeah, us know. Wait. You can comment here on YouTube or you can email us, be in touch with us. Uh, let us know what you'd like to see next week on Behind the Bima. We have amazing guests lined up, but as part of the global campaign, we want to take you Behind the Bima. So we're going to do a, another marathon episode with our staff and may have some surprise guests come back. And um, maybe we'll get the Goldberg. Bro- Brody children, what do you think? Can we get Ayala I'm not even going to be in Florida next week again. I'm going to be out of town. You don't live in Florida. You can't even, do you register your taxes in Florida? Are you a resident of Florida?
0: Barely. Pre-corona, I think we were in Israel four months out of the year. I'm not even sure
2: that you're a resident of Florida.
0: Right. It's
2: a question. It's a question. So would the Brody children do it? Would they go behind the BMO Rabbi's Children Edition?
0: You know who would do it? I think Ayala and Jake would do it. I think they're in Israel. Yeah, I think they would be excited to do it. They're doing nice. some good things in Israel, IDC, JLIC. They're doing
2: great stuff, what it's like to be a yeah. rabbi's child. Yeah, Maybe you can get one, I can get one. It's a fight. Okay. I got seven kids, I can't, none of them. They're <laughs> screaming at me in capital letters on text right now that I'm even thinking about it, suggesting it, considering it, wondering about it, so... Maybe a nine year old. Come on. We
0: should should just bring another random kid. Like, maybe people won't know it's not your kid. (laughs) Let's just pay them to be your kid.
2: (laughs) Behind the BEMA. You know, you really want to find behind the BEMA. You get like, I don't know if you ever have like a part time housekeeper, anybody who helps you at home. Get them on behind the BEMA. What's really going on? (laughs) (laughs) Right. The babysitters, you know, they're the ones who really know what's going on. They're taking notes. They know, they know the truth. Yeah. We still got a lot of people with us. Thank you for listening. It's a little marathon yeah. session. And uh, for the last time, again, thanks, Gillies Goodies. If you want to send a gift to a soldier in Israel, you want to send a gift to Elie Stefanski, you have kids in Israel, GilliesGoodies.com. Promo code BIMA, B I M A. Again, help uh, TikvaOdessa.com yeah. slash relief. Need all the support they can get. And our global campaign, help us pay for decent Wi Fi, help us pay for decent technology. We can continue to bring you Behind the Bema. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy,
0: stay holy. Thank you for listening to Behind the Bema. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever
3: you get your podcasts. We'll see you next week for another peek Behind the Bema.